Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 145, and today we are here with Chris Smith. Second time, Vane Indian stands. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? Chilling, dude. <clears throat> Chilling, bro. How's everything with you? You're busy, man. Busy, busy. Yeah. Um, trying to keep up with business, man. And this industry's uh fast paced for sure. It is, That's dude. Definitely uh something that I try to keep tabs on. <laughs> yeah, man. Last time we had you in here, episode ninety. 90. Yeah. You were uh you were just getting cracking in it yeah there's a now that i think about it you know just trying to touch back on some of the things that we were just getting into back then yeah it's kind of cool to see already where we're at just since then you know episode nine that was already a cool minute ago dude that was <laughs> yeah. so we just did parker and his was 104 yeah and that was october like october 3rd yeah, so i know we're so 90 yeah. dude that had to be like you know september <laughs> or august yeah you know that was a long time ago. Yeah, it's but, uh, time. That's another thing I'm finding, man. Time, <clears throat> time super flies. It's, yeah, uh, it's hard to think where it even went. Sometimes it does, but then sometimes I feel like if you were to tell me what I did in January and December, yeah. I'm like, dude, that doesn't seem like the same <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like I said. It's um, we actually just celebrated our one year anniversary. Yeah, and, congratulations, uh, appreciate dude. It, man. On uh, February 5th was officially to the public yo hey we're vain engine stands um it's kind of like where'd the year go man yeah uh, yeah swear every like transaction or business transaction or people we collaborate with whatever i feel like it it just feels like yesterday but in reality it was you know a year ago yeah dude just got to keep it pushing it's fast paced for sure it is dude so um after after the pod we did um I saw you out there at H Day. Yeah, yeah. So that it was, was H Day in dude, September. Yeah, that was super cool, man. I know we had talked before, and um, yeah, definitely a, a great experience. That was my first time getting to experience the East Coast, you know, racing scene in yeah. person. Um, you can always see it on uh, the internet and social media and videos and stuff, but it it wasn't the same, man. I could vouch for that all day. It's when you're around all the the cars that you keep up with and uh, the racing and the people. It's it's so different in person, man. It's a uh, super cool to be able to meet a lot of the people that you do business with too and collaborate with yeah but <clears throat> definitely an experience man are you gonna go back this year 100 percent. really <laughs> i feel like once you go it that's you it, gotta go, yeah, keep it's, going huh? it's um i probably won't get to um the april i wanted to make it to the spring honda day that's yeah. in april but um we'll get into that in a second that's like when we're supposed to be getting into our new shop oh, and stuff so got you. Okay. probably be super busy with that so i'll probably miss out on that one but for sure september yeah um i'll be back out there for sick sure, for sure. man yeah it was uh <clears throat> so what what did you um uh, what did you expect when you went there and what did you what uh, did you see what's crazy is i know you know racing is bigger over there but i'm uh, i could vouch that the show scene over here clowns <laughs> over there you know what i yeah. mean like um i know they always give us crap over here on the west coast you know uh, for racing but um it was really weird it was really different i was expecting uh you know the same exact thing that goes on over here as far as show goes you know because there's so many yeah. cars over there but it, it's just definitely a different uh different vibe different environment you know even in the show yeah. show stuff because i definitely i took off man when i was over there i just started walking bro. i hit the whole you know the whole yeah. van and um there's some awesome builds out there too for sure yeah there's some really really nice builds out there some crazy stuff it's um 
it's hard to compare the two. It's just like comparing East Coast racing yeah. to West Coast racing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just it's flavor. not the same thing. You yeah. Know? In the West Coast, we we have an advantage because yeah. a lot of companies are out here. Yeah. Shipping's a lot cheaper, yeah. and you could just get things. You done. know what I noticed, man? Just um, my buddy, my buddy, uh, Dirty Sixty. You know, my partner. He doesn't really keep up with uh, the show stuff too much, but I kind of like that. Yeah. Like uh, environment back in the day a little bit, and I, I noticed just in the general way of. Uh, authenticity like right hand drive cars and stuff there they weren't out there man like mm. it, i mean if there was some legit ones but i don't know it was crazy to i didn't see as many like you know real uh integras or sirs yeah, 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 or yeah. ek4 or whatever you know as as out here so that was that was definitely something i noticed as far as the show well, scene went over there you just have to think too that the like logistically they're way further oh yeah, from yeah. Japan. they come over here yeah yeah so sure. things things will hit from japan to california and then yeah. it has to figure its way yep. all the way across the east coast and then you need to have a supplier or somebody who's out there doing it you yeah know? there is a lot of those cars there but it's just like Either that or they're tucked away and people are... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing hiding. too, man. There's yeah. a lot of theft out there in the East Coast. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's probably nationwide as far as stealing Hondas go, man. That's yeah, <laughs> over there is bad. It's, I, I think even like uh, Florida is the worst, oh, yeah. bro. Probably. I didn't realize the Honda, just in general across the whole the whole map, man. Honda scene is, is everywhere. Florida. Yeah. Um, have yeah. you ever been out to Florida before? Not for car stuff. No way. Yeah, no, oh, dude, you got to go, yeah, bro. Yeah, not for car stuff, but I've, I've been out there before. There's so much out there, man. It's a, that I definitely say Florida seems intriguing to me as far yeah, as just definitely. all the beaches and, you know what I mean, the the scene down there. Um, definitely seems like a cool environment to, to kick it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually headed out there in May for Eibach. So I forgot. I bought me, yeah. yeah. I believe it's the 14th or 15th, 14th, 15th, or 15th, 16th. One, it's two days in a row. What city is it in, in out there? Um, Orlando. Orlando. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's at the UTI, the college right there. That's so big, I'll be out there. Yeah, so. that's a big event. I'm stoked for that, man. It's the, We get a lot of love out there. There's a lot of nice cars, and they have the racing right there, too, yeah, yeah, for the for sure. Orlando Speedway. I know. It's, um, God, I remember going to Ibach way back, like, I don't know, oh seven, eight, nine, something like that, and just yeah. at the you know at the building out yeah. there, and just to see that grow too is in, intense, man. Uh, yeah, I know, dude. Super crazy. Like I remember, there's a one of the last years at the shop. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like they could hardly do it, man, because there were so many cars. You know what I mean? So many uh, people there parked everywhere, all down the street. Yeah, that was. was um, I think the last year was 2000. It was the last year yeah. was 2011, uh -huh. and it was uh, it was <clears> raining <throat> outside. I remember yeah. because the vendors for the first time ever they were inside, which was pretty dope. And then yeah. it started raining. And uh, that was the last time at the Eibach facility, but dude, I want to definitely get back into that once we're um, once we're like in the groove completely in the yeah. shop and and move you know moving how we need to be moving. I definitely want to touch back, man, because I got bucket list cars. You know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah, like I for sure want to own like a, a ninety nine two thousand EK nine, like one million percent bone stock, no shit. bone stock, man. So. That's definitely a bucket list yeah. vehicle as far as Hondas go, for sure. Those were good times, man. I loved it, dude. And it was like when you were there, it just it didn't really click to me that this was like history. Yeah, no, for you know, sure. Dude, just imagine there. how many Hondas like it just the whole city was flooded. <laughs> Crazy. Bro. They and then they got all the people that are not just Hondas. You know what I mean? Like I saw some chicks rolling like real S15s. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was crazy. Super cool times, man. To see just the industry 
progress over the years. Yeah. So going from that where it was just at that one uh, facility. Yeah. Now there's multiple stops. You know, we're going to yeah. be going to Florida. Yeah, that was a smart move because it was just by itself before, right? And uh, over there by us. It yeah. wasn't at the eyebox spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's super dope that he grew out like that. So then last year we did uh, we did Florida, SoCal, then we did uh, Ohio, and then there was the the Jersey one. But I missed the Jersey one last year. There was a conflict or something. I couldn't I couldn't get it out there. But it's dope just to see stuff grow. You know. Yeah, that's we we definitely will be traveling more. Um, you know, d being the first year in business last year, and then heading out to the East Coast like that. You know, my partner, he's a super busy you know on other stuff as well you know mm -hmm. so um i ended up flying out there but just in general we'll definitely be going out there man we're building a race car so we'll definitely be traveling out there to race before too long so so you're gonna be racing the car or what no my buddy my partner dirty 60 he's the one that uh so we just got a 25.5 chassis uh -huh. um that belonged to sheepy uh -huh. before and uh you know she just got busy and you know he's doing his thing so kind of fell off with time as far as the car went and then uh my buddy was offered it essentially and um we just uh took possession of it i guess you can say a few months back and started doing some work with it and uh that'll be a that'll be a cool thing pretty soon man Is myself it yeah it's a two it's actually a real em1 chassis oh, it's gotcha, a 2000 gotcha, gotcha. uh coupe and uh it's got a full it's fully done by whitfield uh, it's got a 25.5 uh, cage in it um carbon seats carbon dash it's got a yeah it's a badass car man uh we're looking forward to working on it for sure it's kind of a kind of itching for that one kind of anxious and then, really uh, so that'll be his car it's going to be a turbo like a b-series turbo like a super street or a sport front wheel drive car um and then i plan to build an all-motor car like an all-motor pro car before too long hopefully in the next year or so um business first as always yeah we're <laughs> gonna find this time at uh. that's that's what i mean it's <laughs> business i'm just all business right now man that's that's what that's what i need to keep my brain in um, I have a fucking car in the back that doesn't even oh, need yeah. much work, dude. And yeah. I'm just like, uh, yeah. not today, maybe yeah. tomorrow. See, and that's where I've been slowly building my engine, you know, and it's it's been a minute. I haven't never really taken the time to focus on it. Like, yeah. this, all right, I'm going to get this done. It's always just been like, oh, well, I hear I got this for it on this month. And then three months later, oh, here's another part. Like, it, yeah. it's never been like a priority ever since we started business, essentially. So... It's been lingering, but I'm almost done, man. A couple small things, and it's ready for the chassis, man. So, yeah, that's just another another thing going on. Yeah, I feel you, dude. I uh, Too much. I feel like I'm always just collecting parts. That's and then it's just ah, one doing. day, yeah, it'll come up. Because that's, when you set yourself up for these these timelines, and it has to be done and debut at yeah. this time. It just puts a lot more stress on you and yep. me. Like what I'm trying to do in life is have as least stress as yeah, possible. possible for sure. That's how I, that's the standpoint I've taken on. I, I accepted a long time ago, probably a year ago that, Hey, this thing ain't going to be done right now. So it, it'll racing ain't going nowhere. You know, yeah. the streets ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? It's so, a marathon dude. Like yeah. uh, if you get caught in the social media of things, you're going to think like, Oh fuck, e I haven't built yep. a car. Yep. I, I built a car two years ago. I haven't built one. Like yeah. everybody's going to forget about me. It's like, no, dude, yeah, it's, it's not like that. You know, I'm you, definitely not even Dude, I'm so happy with the way my setup's coming out just in general. I 
I'm chilling. Yeah, <laughs> I'm super chilling. I huh? feel you, dude. But so, so how's business, dog? Tell me about it. What's what's good. happened since? <clears throat> so uh, I think the last time, last time she I was, was here, probably like late August, maybe. Yeah, last time we were literally just starting the fuel injector cleaning. Yeah, and that service that's full blown cracking now. I think back then you were trying to figure out if you were even going to brand it separately or if it was yeah. Gonna be so under you so might have seen now. So now we've uh injector it, clinic. Yeah, right? injector uh, injector lab. Injector lab. Yeah. Gotcha. And then uh, we pretty much just advertise it. You know, a service provided by vein stands. Yeah. Um, essentially, just so that we can keep track of like that business, this business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, aside from each other. Not only that, but it's grown enough to do that and put it off onto its own social media. But then comes another social media, you know yeah. what I mean? And if I push it, which I'm trying to any way that I have vein stands, it's already growing, it's already getting engagement. And, and so now balancing two Instagrams, man, I, I, I gave you props for that, especially how many <laughs> followers you have. We, I don't have, hard. I think we're only at 16 on, on the vein and, and yeah. barely getting a thousand on the injector lab. And it's hard, man. People don't realize how much work social media is to, to run a business and engage people yeah. all day long. You know, you, you literally can't do it. You literally will find yourself uh, losing out on production if you, you know, at least in, in my case right now, just because I'm doing both. You yeah. Know I mean? um, but no, I feel you. And it helps out when I have uh, Alex taking yeah. care of orders and stuff. Uh -huh. he, he really lets me take care of, you know, pushing yeah. the business forward, answering the questions and yep. things like that. That's where we're headed, man. We have to. There's no way we can. I can probably last a, a, a month or two, you know what I mean, once we get in the shop. Um, but my buddy, we both know it. it's, it's going to be time to hire, time to find somebody to, to either teach, you know, the other stuff that we're doing, the fuel injector cleaning. Um, another thing is the carbon fiber, man. I think we mm. touched base on that a little yeah. bit last time, but yeah, not yeah, too yeah. much. But yeah, man, we're working on an entire line of uh, carbon fiber drag race parts. Wow. Um, dashes, bumpers, side skirts, side mullings. There's a huge line, man, a huge line of parts, but it's a one man show. You know, we have my pops uh, doing it for us. He's got a lot of experience in composite business. Um, so we were like, yo, like, why have we not hit you up yeah. <laughs> this whole time we could have been doing this, you know, over the years, but it's all good. Better late than never. So between the fuel injector cleaning, that's, that's on and flowing. Now, um, the carbon fiber is we're getting to the, to the end of that right now, like the final product. Um, a lot of people are pressing us, you know what I mean? We've showed pictures and we've posted is that the it. dash. Yeah. The, so you, we started you, with the, uh, the 96, 2000 EK dash. Okay. Um, and, essentially what it boils down to so we started this about when we had the podcast just about right there um my dad's been in the automotive auto body paint composite fiberglass business since i've been alive yeah um so his experience in composite work has been in fiberglass so he used to build like real boats and shit like for eliminator like the two halves of the boats and you put them together you know 21 foot or 30 foot whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. literally building the boat um, laying up the molds, seaming it, all that stuff. Um, and weirdly enough, how we got into that, <clears throat> uh, we had an accident. We dropped a ball joint on uh, my partner's car and the, had a three-piece front end. The bumper fell and hit the ground and ripped the front bumper. You know, this fiberglass mm. had destroyed the whole front of it. And I told him, I was like, dude, my dad can fix that, no problem. Don't even trip on it. He's what? You know, I never talked to him about yeah. my dad doing composite stuff, you know, and... I literally said, yeah, give that to my dad and 
fix it. look like brand new. Yeah. And sure enough, we gave it to my dad, right? And we get it back and it looks brand new again. And um, it was literally my buddy's idea. Like, well, why don't we do carbon fiber? Like, you can make a mold of anything, you know? And yeah. It's kind of crazy, man, all the stuff that we've fell into. You yeah. know what I mean? Since um, since the last time we talked. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of too much. We've had to... Yeah. We've had to step back at least once and say, all right, let's do this first. Let's finish this, then get to the, and then it's literally had to be like that probably the last month and a half or so, just because there's the volume of things going on. It, it got to a point where it's. <laughs> now, what what's your motivation to do these other things, the carbon fiber and the injectors? Streams of income, man. Um, you know, common sense wise, these engine stands. We love them. People love them. They continue to sell. Uh, we continue to provide people with them. But we're not going to retire on those. You know yeah. what I mean? There's only so many people in the Honda community. Um, there's only so many types of people that are even going to purchase an item like that. Um, so we've kind of been planning since the start, you know, to to offer a few different services, mm-hmm. um, to get into uh, uh, other products. So uh, between the engine stands. Then we got the shop cruisers; those do good. Yeah. Um, and then the fuel injector cleaning, the carbon fiber, and then I don't think we dropped any gems last time about it, but we're going to be doing our own powder coating now as well. Oh shit! So that's the newest nice. of the new, um, because essentially what it boiled down to is we we've been using the same powder coater. Um, my buddy Chris at Velocity kills it for us all the time he's literally watched us grow yeah um i brought him two engine stands to start and now we're dropping off batches of 20 nice you know what i mean so he's seen you know the growth and stuff which is cool but in the same token if you know you're looking at business wise and and what we're spending expense wise for powder coating as a whole um it was definitely worth it for us to look into doing it ourselves mm-hmm. and sure enough we figured okay you know it's probably going to be more beneficial for our business to do it ourselves yeah. um and then we can do everybody's stuff so we got to talking me and my partner Nick um and uh he said well we have this car so we have the whole uh race car the yeah. 255 chassis it's all stripped and sandblasted and all that jazz and <laughs> We're like, well, if we're gonna do this, we might as well go big. Yeah. So, long story short, man, we just uh, we just signed some paperwork for a for a turnkey powder coat equipment system that's got a 10, 10 foot wide, eight foot high, and twenty feet long. Golly, oven, so bro! So that we can powder coat the entire chassis inside, um, and be be enough to do a big chassis or. You know, we're going to touch in on all that, bro. We're Frame gonna, off, for, dude. Off-road guys, you got chassis, you got arms, Hit up you got the parts, essays, dude. All, everything. <laughs> you're restoring your Impala chassis, yeah. your whatever, bro. It's um, No way. So powder coating is wow. going to be, we're going to pop up that in Hemet, you know, where we're at. Nobody else is doing it in Hemet. Um, bro, how the hell are you going to do all this? We're gonna have to hire, bro. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to hire. This is four no, businesses yeah, no. in one, dog. That's I'm just saying, <laughs> man. It, you know, people. <clears throat> it's hard to. Um, most people would just pop out products, and that's how you're supposed to do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. we did that, but then we started thinking, like, well, why don't we pop up like another business or yeah. another? You know, yeah, it's a lot, but me and my buddy, man, Nick. Um, he he's got the brain, man. He's a. Uh, He's so uh, he's way more advanced than I am as far as yeah, entrepreneur. Like thinking. He's already been doing it five six years already straight. You know he's already yeah. learned a bunch of shit. He's already been through things. You know so um, this business for him is 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 
I don't know. It's the way he talks to me about it, the the moves he makes and the things he says, man. It sometimes I'll just sit back and and think about it and be like, man, like this gonna work. Like this yeah. gonna work. <laughs> so was he was he not in the automotive community? Who? Uh, your your partner? Nick? Oh no, hundred percent, man. We've been in the shit together the whole the whole. Oh time. really? Yeah, no, he's been into Honda. I want to say he might have even been into it before me. Gotcha. Um, just because some of the people that he uh, went to school with and stuff, um, he got to meet uh, a couple guys. They were building Hondas way back in like two thousand five, four, five, six, something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, he's been he's been right in it, man, the whole time. Nice. Um, yeah. So we're we're both familiar with the industry, been you know following it a long time, and to be a part of it now and and doing business and is humbling, man. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, let, let's touch on that a little bit. So. Um, from seeing it from the outside looking in and now being part of the industry what are some of the uh the things that you've noticed um so definitely some of the some of the it's different conversations you know what i mean like uh some people coming into Coming into the business, some people will look at things like, oh, well, I remember it was like this or that, you know, before you're in it. Mm -hmm. So before we were in the industry, we're just buying parts and, you know, messaging or whatever. Um, I feel like the only difference is you just end up knowing more. Mm -hmm. Like you just end up being in the loop and more things, you know, it's... um, I don't know. It's you hear more about things. You 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 get involved in things. You know, um, obviously the collaborations are are awesome. Uh, being in the industry versus if I'm like building a car and someone wants to be a part of it or sponsor it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but being in it and then being involved in things, man, it's uh, I don't know. It's hard to sum up the industry being in it now. That's hard. That's a hard question. I don't know why. Um, yeah. It has um. <clears throat> Have have you connected with people that you never thought that you would even speak with? Um, Aki's definitely one of them. That's great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everybody watched Nice Ones back in the day, you know what I mean? And um, and saw who he was. Um, yeah. So being, engaging with him and, and talking with him and business and, and... He was one of the first ones that was helping you out at oh, the beginning, one, right? One, one million to the moon and back, man. Yeah. Um, he's, and I have no problem saying it, he's responsible for the, the first big spark that we yeah. got, you know, as far as business goes. Um, so he sparked us and we lit it and ran, man. That's a... Uh, yeah, hands down, that's definitely one of the guys who pushed us from the beginning, you know, yeah. told us, you know, essentially don't think about nobody, just do your thing, <laughs> drop your product and keep it pushing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hands down. He's definitely one of them that, uh, would have never expected to like be close with, you know what I mean? Like as far as like dinner or FaceTime or whatever, you know, yeah. it's just, it's kind of crazy. Dope, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, those guys, um, yeah, there's been a lot of people, man. The humble performance guys, those guys too. I got to meet all them out at the racing, uh, out at the East Coast. But there's a lot of people, man. There's uh, a lot so of people. You, for SEMA, you did that uh, engine stand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for uh, uh, Jeremy, dude, so uh, dry crazy, cartel. so crazy, man. The the story, dude. People would never even know. And it, for the people who did know, and there's one leg on the motor that was like crooked to the side, and I'm like man that look that looks bad man that's yeah. not how we did it you know what i mean but long story short man there's a, a big old spiel with that thing so um we ended up having issues i had an issue with uh some powder not with the powder coat but just time wise 
Um, so it started with that. So we were already pressing the envelope like super close to SEMA. Um, it was supposed to ship back and forth to Texas and then to SEMA and to get ready and all this stuff, man. And ended up dropping it off to Jeremy out here. Mm-hmm. We go to put the billet, the motor on the stand to ship it, to put it on a crate, and the block's different. Oh, so, because the billet block. Yeah. So essentially, we thought oh, it's going to be the same thing. And me and Jeremy even compared the two blocks before yeah. um, we put it on we or before we even did the stand. We said, okay, this block has this, this block doesn't, this block has this, this one doesn't. So we were good. So I knew what holes and everything I was going to mount to, how we're going to do it. And we ended up coming up with that coffee table idea, you know, with like a carbon top. And um, when we went to put the front leg on, I'm like, why isn't this lining up, man? Like I I built it on the stand. I built the motor on the stand. You know what I mean? Like it's um, what's not what's what's wrong. And um, I'm looking at it. I'm like, the block's different. I was like, Mm. son of a bitch, man. I was like, this is it's not going to work. I was like, the block's different. One of the holes that I used to mount was three quarters of an inch to the left. Oh, same hole. Wow. Same hole. Same area. It was just three quarters of an inch to the left, Brian. Thankfully, the way that we make the pegs and the base and the and the leg like removable, thankfully there was enough play, play yeah. but it is like crooked. You know, yeah. what I mean? so I'm, a lot of people probably looked at it like, oh, look at this thing crooked or whatever, but. Nobody even knew the story, like yeah. that it really wasn't even supposed to work. Like, um, dude, I don't think nobody noticed, bro. It, when you see, I that noticed I was just, it was killing motor. me. Bro. It was killing me. <laughs> I, I didn't it, notice. I, was I just thought it looked me. sick. No, it was super sick. That thing came out. That's a lot of bread on that table, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, that's definitely a build. And actually, we're going to be doing a regular stand for that same motor. Oh, really? From uh, it belongs to Manny from P2P Turbo Blankets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to do a regular stand for it now so that he can put it in his car. It's going in that EK hatchback. I want to say it's a real type bar. Really? A black one. Yeah, EK9. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Um, but yeah, man, that, that was a that was a great experience too. I didn't unfortunately get to go to SEMA and see that. I was, you know, it, I think SEMA was like the Tuesday right after World Cup. Mm-hmm. And I had like a shit flight home, man, like super jacked oh, really? up. So I didn't get home till like Monday. So... So, so how was World Cup? <clears throat> World Cup was cool. World Cup was, um, holy shit, man. That, that was, must have been a different experience. That was, the to see it on video, that was the biggest thing for me. To see World Cup on video, okay, holy shit, there's a lot of people. But then to be walking with, dude, it took me an hour, hour and a half to walk like the whole, mm. like everything that was going on. Um, World Cup's definitely an addiction, man. Yeah. I, I can already tell I'm going to be back every, really? every year. Every year. Um, the racing, it's nonstop. Like, it's it's just nonstop. And whether you like, it doesn't matter if you like Hondas or do, there's some fast shit out there. Like, yeah, that's why I would want to go, dude. dude. Check out, like, the muscle cars yeah, and stuff. Yeah, dude. Some of the, like, the bikes, the guys that are doing oh, yeah, 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 220 yeah. on a bike in, in six yeah. seconds, dude. <laughs> it's like, what? But, yeah, there's man it's like hard to to sit here on a podcast bro there's so much shit going on you know what i mean to talk about um yeah that's that's dope dude i've never been to world cup before but i want to go was definitely i recommend just being the first time going myself i recommend that one million just in for the people in general and um racing there's so much racing it don't matter if you like bikes v8s v6s four bangers whatever but it's out there yeah i want to try this here it's it's out there it's it's just always hard because like 
this past year, 2019, would have been the perfect time to go because it was there was a buffer between World Cup and SEMA. Yeah. So you could have went to the whole both. World Cup. Yeah. Came back, yeah. Recharged, and then, and then Tuesday morning, yeah, or whatever. You know, you have to go. Yeah, Tuesday. see, I came. I was on. I came home Monday. I didn't get home till Monday, like nine o'clock at night. I was like, "There's no way I'm, I'm, I'm going." You know, anywhere yeah. as as far as uh, SEMA goes, man. But yeah. we got a lot of coverage. We got a lot of pictures and stuff from there, man. And then uh, I think it even went to a PRI too. The stand. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and seeing then, it out uh, there. And I think they just got done with uh, the Texas 2K. Also, I think they brought it out there, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, that's somewhere I've always wanted to go as I well, I want to definitely dude. go out there, too, man. That's where all the, the all the guys who are building GTRs and, and Lambos and shit, like their Hondas, like putting, you know, a quarter of a million in upgrades into a Lamborghini that they already bought. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's like, <whoosh>, shit. <laughs> yeah, they got dough, man. Yeah, that's that's different different type of racing. Man. I always watch those on YouTube, those videos. Um, I don't know what channel it is, but some guy's like, one, two, three, go. And that's like oh, his yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a trend. Yeah. So yeah. It'll, it'll say like, uh, like CTSV Turbo yeah. versus Corvette yeah. Nitrous, you know? So yeah. it'll explain one, two, what two, each yeah. one has. Yeah. One, two, three, yeah, go. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I was watching yeah. it one night and I was like, I want a CTSV. <laughs> there, dude, those things are sick, dude. The, especially the two door, the cool oh, ones. Oh, fuck dude. yeah. A lot of people don't like it, dude. Bro, I love it. Sleeping on those cars. Bro. I love sleeping it. Sleeping on those cars. You can throw a set of headers on the thing, a cam, dude, on E85 and tune it. Is that simple? Yeah, that simple, bro. Really? <laughs> that simple, yeah. I've thought about getting one, yeah. dude, because um, it's got the LS platform yeah, in it. It's, I just love how they sound, dude. They just sound like fucking. And then the, the coupe, devil so himself. they came out the wagon first, if you remember that. Yeah, the wagon, the wagon which was too. heavy, still smashes, but it was heavier. And then they came out with a two door with the same motor. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know how people don't like the two door. That shit's sick, sick, dude. The yeah. four door's tight, too. I think that's just a, one of those cars on the market that's slept on, to be honest with you. Yeah. Even though they're older, it's, it's still. Definitely get that shit, put some Bellix on it, dude. Yeah, dude. Some MHs, bro. Yeah. It's that's... an issue, a street car for sure. There's, I've seen a couple of them out at uh, the street over there by us that they uh, street race on. Um, none of them have been slow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like none of them. Especially they slick them down, you know, or even just a radial on them. They're. Uh, they're super fast. Yeah, um, on that YouTube channel, I would just see it, just the CTSV on nitrous. And yeah, that shit is no gone, issue. Yeah, dude. issue. You can put like a hundred fifty, two hundred shot on those things, dude, and be. Yeah, I, I V eights. <laughs> I I don't I don't hate on V eights, man, at all. Mm -hmm. V eights are. Uh, you just can't. There's a line. There's a fine line between uh, import front wheel drive and, and V eights, man. That yeah. Uh, there's a line where like you can you can mess with them but then there's a line where it's like yeah no way you're not touching that you know yeah <laughs> i was um i haven't watched it for a long time but the other night i was watching uh street outlaws yeah ashley and i were watching street outlaws and it was the one in uh in memphis oh yeah. so i don't even know what's going on with street outlaws yeah if, if they even have the other one or if they're still two different shows or what dude i haven't been following it all i know is that they came out to our street and filmed on our street oh really and, and out there in the ie yeah did you watch the episode we tried to pull up yeah we went out cause it's literally in our backyard it's literally 10 minutes away yeah um and we knew it was there and we pulled up and my buddy nick he like said something to the cop we had we took his helmet bro we had his helmet from it from you know the garage 
and he was going to act like we were giving the helmet. We knew somebody racing and we needed to give him his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and they let us in. The cops let us in. No way. Yeah. So we got in there and then we were sitting there and then they had you fill out a waiver. You know yeah. what I mean? And then it asked you what crew. Uh-huh. I was like, fuck. Edelbrock. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're burnt. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, no, this is invite only, this and that. And come to find out, there was people there that I actually like knew or, you know, I've yeah. talked to on Instagram. I could have stayed, like, if I would have got in contact with them, but it was all good. Um, but that was, that was a cool thing to, I think even a uh, big chief even posted that it's one of the best streets that he's ever raced on his whole life. Really? Yeah, so it was so, the Oklahoma guys. Yeah. 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 They all nice. came out here and, uh, I think every time they come out here, they wax everybody to be honest. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, man. I was <laughs> yeah, watching that one and they're fast, the, the cars that they have, there's it's different, bro. It, it's, it's a different uh, world, bro. Yeah, there's, there's talking, no way that anything could you're talking like 0.998, like 60 foots, bro. Like the car is going from zero miles an hour to 60 feet in less than one second. You know? Yeah. Like that's, I was, I was watching it and, um, that's insane. Speaking of, uh, Aki, I ended up seeing like the, uh, keep gun and hat. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. On trap? this episode. Oh yeah. No, that's trap. And then, yeah. yeah and yeah. then I was like, wait, what the fuck? That's Dude, those, trap. Yeah. That's <laughs> trapping, uh, uh, Mac. From yeah. Command from the shop, Houston, his homies, GTR homies, dude. Those, yeah. Those things are the same amount of ridiculous. That like cream dude. GTR. Super sick. It was sick, yeah, man. That's, um, those guys killed Yeah, that me. shit surprised me, dude. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, and they cool, hung man. with them, dude. But yeah. see, that's where that's where i um that's where the the v8s the the domestic the tube chassis their back half car whatever you want to call them um you saw ver if you watch it versus mac versus the gtr there's just a difference you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it's not in necessarily the car being that much faster it's the way it works you know what yeah I mean? it's, definitely it's, um it just leaves different it, it they gotta know. add pool yeah they gotta, the tires that yeah. are on those v8s dude are <laughs> they work because with the gtr i'm pretty sure it's a lot more universal yeah where you could just be like okay well let's just pump it up a little bit yeah but with these cars it's way more technical yeah because they don't have and those guys got bred in those cars too. yeah dude, quarter million you know what i mean into a full-blown uh you know nhra car like that dude those guys they're about racing have sure. you ever driven a gtr before i have not me neither i want to say um I've never even been in one. Really? I don't. I can't. I think I've been in one. I have been in one. I know that for sure. My buddy um, yeah, Ronnie in. out here has a company called RD Engineering. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's so he over does. here building the gangsters. Yeah, Josh dude. is that orange one, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw that one over there. That uh, I'll issue. talk to um, Ronnie, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I just send a, a set or turbo set or whatever to somebody in Dubai." I'm like, "What the fuck? That's yeah, sick. He's that, killing it." Yeah, that. Shout um, out to him, man. Yeah, but, I think his. Uh, one of his pride and joys is, is that orange GTR, dude. That yeah. That is serious. <laughs> yeah, the shop's like 10 minutes from yeah. here, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so um, he took me on a ride in his GTR. I think it was stock or just like maybe 600 yeah. or something like that. Still it fast, was dope, though, dude. but I would want to spend a little time with it. You oh, know, for sure. Drive it myself, for figure sure. the car out, shake it out, and for see sure. how it feels. You want to know a funny story, dude? Yeah. Back in, uh, fuck, when was it? I wasn't... I wasn't actually there, but everybody heard about it. You know what I mean? My buddy was there. Sheepy and Charlie mm -hmm. were out at the street races mm -hmm. with a red GTR that they, uh, first one Sheepy ever got, I think, was a red one. Okay. 
And they were like kind of tipsy, talking shit. You know what I mean? Out there, we'll fucking race anybody. Da, yeah. da, da, we don't care if any Honda, anybody, whatever. And I think the GTR was just like a stock on E85 or, yeah. or something like that. And uh, my homie was out there and they had an EG that made like six, 700 horsepower, right? And she was, I don't give a shit. We'll give you two in the go. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Broke it off <laughs> so bad, dude. <laughs> fuck that gtr all i up. bet <laughs> dude what the hell yeah, you can't was, be doing that <laughs> it was funny bro but yeah that's um i can't say that i ever been in a gtr i've seen a shitload of them but yeah personally never been in one yeah that's the thing that kind of jades me is that going to all these shows and stuff you see gtrs like yeah nothing. There's, i've it, been seeing a lot of them lately it man. loses its luster you know but then you see one in the wild and you're so like you oh can, shit there's you a gtr can see and they're dropping price too that's yeah. why you can get one for like 40 now i think with yeah. you know 60,000 miles or something 2009 yeah i was looking them up yeah you're right yeah, the older 40 ones. 50 yeah and i think the only issue with those was the transmission if i'm not mistaken there was I there was some you. downfall from from one generation upgraded up, to the yeah. next that they upgraded something um, with but um there's definitely a lot of them yeah that's another thing about the scene you're starting to see a lot of cars that um aren't typically drag racing cars mm -hmm. like or made for that essentially you know what i mean um gtrs in general like you're starting to see a lot of rsx's and si's and shit like yeah. being made into race cars yeah um i honestly think that's gonna be a new wave man i think it's gonna be a the old that's gonna be the new eg ek yeah i mean it's natural yeah. because you know the rsx is the new integra yeah. mm -hmm. and the prices are just going down on them and that's an amazing i don't think chassis. the new civics like wherever direction they're headed they're i don't think they're ever going to be a, a drag race platform more like a rally sport e yeah <laughs> like a road race circuit you know what i mean yeah. but um yeah it's definitely cool man uh, have you ever had a rsx i have i have i had a 06 uh can't even buy dude i traded that thing straight across for a 04 em2 really straight across bone stock em2 I had it. I wanted to sell it and get something else. I actually had my eyes on an Evo back mm -hmm. then. I was like, Ooh. fuck, I want an Evo 8 or 9. And I was looking and looking, and I was on Craigslist, and I saw a post for RSX. It said 06 Type S. It's got a check engine light. needs a clutch. Yeah. And he wanted like 6,200 or something, only 87,000 miles on Oh, it. shit. That's brand new. Yeah. And it looked clean in the pictures, right? And he's like 60 6200 or 6400 and or trade for 04 door or mm -hmm. newer i was like i got an 04 four door right here clean as shit yeah um super clean like low miles mint like the person had a fucking steering wheel cover dash mat floor mat seat cover like everything was brand new and i hit him up he's like yeah come out we'll meet him. he's over there in orange county so i drove out there meet him i'm like damn RSX is clean, you know what I mean? And I brought like 2,500 bucks cash with me, you know, thinking that for sure. Put some on top. Yeah, I was yeah. like, and I got no problem with that, you know, I'm down. This thing's sick. And I drove it and I was like, okay, it needs a clutch. The clutch is fried, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, so that means he's been fucking ripping on it, beating yeah. it down, you know, whatever. K series are tough though. Um, and then the check engine light. And I was like, what's the check engine light for? And he said, a camp uh, sensor. I was like, cam sensor. I was like, well, usually the only codes that those throw. Um, I had an issue back in the day that jump timing. The mm. tensioner broke and it jumped timing. And then yeah. it throws a cam sensor code, which puts it in limp mode. So that's what it was in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck. Do I so it was in limp mode at yeah, this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So it okay. didn't run how it was supposed to. I drove it and it was all smooth and everything, but it, it didn't 
run how it was supposed to. And so I, I get back and I'm sitting there and he has the title and everything. And I have my title and all that. And he looks at me. He drives my four door. He's like, well, man, he's like, if you're down, I'm down. He's like, I'll take this thing. I was like, yeah, I'm down, dude. Yeah. Bro, straight across. Pink wow. For, pink for pink. No shit. Pink, pink. Fuck yeah, dude. So That's a hookup. I took the car. I knew I already knew what was wrong. I knew how to fix it myself. I fucking got a timing. I got all new timing chain, you know, component, tensioner, guides, all that shit. Mine as well. Yeah. And uh, I put a clutch in it, dude. Smashing. Fucking ripping, dude. 87,000 miles. Type S? Like, yeah. Super clean, dude. A silver one. Yeah. And um, yeah, I enjoyed that for a few years. And then I took, I ended up doing something. I fucked my clutch up or something like that. So I took it all apart. And I was supposed to be replacing my clutch, and now I have the orange valve cover motor. Mm. <laughs> so you changing still, the clutch turned into an f- entire So build. you still have the car? No, no, no. I, uh. got, I got rid of it. I sold it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, a clutch job turned into like what <laughs> I'm doing now. be like now. that yeah, sometimes. Dude, I, I believe it. Now when people say that, now I can relate. Like, holy shit, man. Like, I'm supposed to be changing a clutch. And yeah. The fucking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I used to have a, a white one. It was a, like an 04, I think. And I did the whole interior. I changed all the panels out and the dash and everything to black. That's clean. And then, oh, uh, yeah, because it came tan on the white. Yeah, but the black and white, it's fucking clean. Crispy, you don't even see that too bro. much. People don't do that. Yeah. yeah. I think, what was the other one that was a freaking boner killer? The red RSX. Mm-hmm. Super rare. And it only came with tan interior. Oh, really? I was always thinking like, damn, somebody uh, puts black or some type R interior in that red car, dude. It'd be sick. Yeah. I hit up uh, Steve at HMO and I was like, yo, Steve, I need a whole black interior yeah, for this. Yeah, for sure. It he got, got me that. everything yeah. I needed, dude. I love that fucking car. I had yeah. a system in it. I had a K-Tune that suspension was, on it. No joke. That so RSX sick. was probably one of the uh, one of the most dope like OEM factory mm-hmm. interiors. You know what I mean? I like how you sit low. Do you notice that? Yeah. You sit like low and the center console is like higher. So you're not down. You're yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're up. So it's, I don't know the feel of that car. And then the steering wheel being kind of small, you know, it's got yeah. a dope cluster. It's a cool car. Yeah. I, I love, love that it car. for sure. I love that car. I really wanted to do like a full engine bay tuck and everything on it, but it just never happened at that time. I would love to do something in the future though. Because yeah, no, for I sure. love that chassis. I'm circling all the way back around, bro. When I'm where i where i'm <clears throat> need to be you know what i mean as far as business and everything's like i said flowing how it is then i'll circle back around and start playing i'm still waiting to do that circle back do hey, <laughs> 10 years later that, that's what i'm saying man it's um god it's so much like i said so much time yeah it know, is it takes so much time to build shit to make things work you know we we talked about carbon fiber and and we're we've been doing it for almost a you know how long has it been august september yeah and it's we're just barely getting like a final product that um that is ready to sell you know yeah this carbon fiber stuff man it's not easy and there's a reason why you haven't seen the market with dashes all over it Mm -hmm. i don't even personally feel like cybon or um vis are, are capable of of making these oem style dashes why is that i I just think the expertise, the, it's just a different dude. The the all the radiuses and curves and and returns and the carbon yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, vacuum yeah. bagging and you know making sure the resin's flowing right and dude, it's 
I don't know. It, it's it's hard shit. It's probably one of the the most frustrating things that we've probably worked on. Yeah. Just because it's, oh yeah, we got it, we got it, and then boom, fucking flawless. It's like, god damn it! Like, why is that happening? You know, we've we went through a couple dashes. You know, ruined a couple. Um, but essentially, dude, my dad has all this experience in, like I was saying, in the composite fiberglass. Thirty years mm-hmm. can kill, make anything, mold anything, whatever. But so literally from August to now, my dad has completely learned the carbon fiber and vacuum bagging infusion. Got you. Like in the last six months. Yeah. So from six months to never doing carbon fiber, essentially, he's done a couple things, but not vacuum bagging. Um, to now, we have a, a, a dash. We have a few dashes already. Um, so it's that's one of the more frustrating things for me, just personally, just because I'm <clears throat> keeping tabs on you know what my dad's doing and stuff and. Um, it's stressful. We're, so, we're invested a lot, a, a lot like in that. And we're just barely getting ready to sell them, you know, to try to get some, some of that back, you know, but it, it was a big investment. It still is an investment. We're yeah. still investing in that. Um, have things slowed down for the engine stands? No. So that's another mm. thing that, uh, <laughs> that some people will ask that. And it's, I literally just don't post them like I used to. Like, so we started and I'll just blast every single stand I did, every color, every, it's just to the point now where there's so much going on. I have 30, 30 engine stands on the table right now. So, and I, I just, if trying to switch up the content, like circulated, I guess yeah. you can say. So if your idea at the beginning was let's, let's get these engine stands out, but let's do something else because these aren't sustainable. That's exactly the standpoint. still but it's still but it's going still sustainable yeah, no then i just don't think longevity wise hmm. it may last a couple years i'm still i'm still surprised so what we're finding which is kind of weird so we first said oh you know there's been engine stands made in the past five six seven eight years ago right so we put our spin on them and dropped ours. Yeah. There we were always saying, well, dang, you know, with our idea and how we made them and, and what we incorporated in them. Yeah. We're surprised that nobody else has done it yet. Like some big company, oh, we got these two or, or whatever. And uh now really weird, like in the last month, month and a half, we've seen people who tried to make them back last year. So like literally two months after we dropped ours, some guy like tried to make the same thing. And like, I never heard about it or never saw it or nothing. So there has been people who have tried to do it, but I I feel like, dude, we're, we're going too hard, dude. You got to try harder. Like we're going too hard. We're pushing it too hard. Like, yeah, I feel um, you. Uh, Your your homies are probably going to be the next ones to, uh, to, to copy your stands. Yeah. (laughs) And, and that's, I'm I'm we're we're one million percent comfortable now. I think the engine stands could stop selling right now. You know what I mean? And in the podcast, and yeah. that's why we've prepared. It's it's always smart to prepare, and we've been preparing for since for last summer. You yeah. know what I, I mean? I think that the the niche that you guys are in, the product that you have, and the brand that you've built, I think it's going to go as far as you want it to go. You know, it's going to be as sustainable as you want. I want to say. <clears throat> we are literally in control of the sales mm-hmm. because right now I don't, most people don't notice. I notice just cause it's me, but we've been kind of quiet. Like I haven't been posting and blasting shit as, as much as we normally do. And when we do that, it does slow down. Right. 
So it kind of gives me a chance to catch up and like, you know, get some other things done. And, but then it's like, I can literally just blast it again and, 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 you know, Hey, and they start, they, it just starts up again. So it's like, almost like we're in control of, of the, the sales of them. It's, this is twice now. So right now we've been quiet on the low, you know, with the stands and stuff. Yeah. And I've been catching up, like I said, and doing a lot of other stuff. And now it's like another, going to be another test for us. Like I'm going to start pushing the shit out of them, you know? And it's like, yeah. then they, the wave comes again, boom. So now you don't think focusing on all these other, other aspects of things that the businesses that you want to do is, um, is going to slow down the growth. It, rather than if you just put all your uh, time and attention into the engine stands right now what i'm what we're trying to do is we're trying to get so far ahead on engine stands so right now i'm just making engine stands insane right even mm -hmm. if we don't have that uh, same amount of orders i'm just making a shitload of engine stands to have stock i mean the first time in a year that i've actually had these things like in stock ready to ship um, so we figured we're going to be moving into the shop. Yeah. The shop, no matter what is April 1st, we get keys. The contractors in there right now working and they all agreed that if they finish early, that we can move in early, hmm. whether it's be March 1st, whatever. So my buddy being as busy as he is, there's no way that he's just going to, his world's going to stop so that we can, he can just be with me and, and move all into the shop every day until it's done. So we're like, well, we need to be ahead. We need to get ahead on the engine stands and chairs and the shop cruisers um, so that when it comes time to move, we don't have to be working on that at the same time of trying to set up in the shop, you know, because there's going to be a lot of shit going on. You know, we got the, like I was saying, the powder coating uh, equipment coming. Um, we bought two car lifts. So that's those also been chilling. So we'll have two car lifts to do. Um, and then we're going to set up the injector uh, stuff to mm -hmm. be a essentially mimicking a laboratory kind of make a oh, cool ass cool, cool as yeah. shit like room yeah um that mimics like a laboratory are you gonna wear a coat all that hell shit, yeah dude. all the beakers bro all, just have beakers all, all that dude <laughs> play yeah play the part Injector yeah lab, dude, dude. I, I can't that's I'm, I'm excited for that i love that i'm that's definitely cool i'm definitely yeah. excited just to have like an injector room that's all that's going on in there and somebody's in there and that's all they do just all have day. a window that you know how they have the lab windows i dude, want a like window right here dude those so, big ones with like the cross mesh yeah X shit in so people could just be looking in while we're yeah. potting hey, yeah what's up no, yeah <laughs> them, that's kind of the that's really cool yeah so the way they're building out our shop if we want to get into that right yeah now, let's do it um so it's been like a process so we actually inquired and put in a letter of intent to this building when we before we even did the last pod mm -hmm. and we sent a letter of intent Hey, we're so and so. We'd like to lease this building for five years, and this is what we this is what we'd like to pay. It got to somebody. They got back to us. They sent us some like informal or informal lease or something back. There was just a couple paper, you know, a couple pieces of paper. We signed everything and sent it back. And like a month went by, another month went by. Like getting to the end of the here come the holidays, right? Thanksgiving or Halloween, Thanksgiving, you know, it's all coming up. And me and my buddy were like, you know, like, what the hell are these guys doing? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. do they want to lease it lease it out or not? So it literally came down to I think December, dude, like somewhere around Christmas, I wanna say. And my partner Nick hit him up 
and finally was like, hey, what's going on? Like, what are you guys doing? Like, are we doing this or are we not? If not, we're out. We're going to go yeah. somewhere else like now. And after the new year hit, all of a sudden, every bing, 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 signed, sealed, delivered, boom, 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 done, April 1st. We were kind of like, what the fuck? What was that about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just waited three, four months, like, with no communication, essentially, other than a few emails back and forth. Hey, we're working on it. Hey, we're working on it. Yeah. And then the new year hits and boom, everything's done, signed, sealed, you know? And uh, we kind of took it as it made sense that that business owner probably used that 10,000 square foot building that we're moving into, like the just the building itself, as a tax write-off for his other business because mm. it's a collision center. So he owns our building next to his. Um, so we figured out oh, he probably used it as a write-off for 2019. Now, and boom, then, 2020 yeah, hit and let's get, get somebody it. in there. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so everything got signed. Everything got good. Um, and they still needed to build it out. So there was no partition wall separating the units that are available. There's no bathrooms. There's no offices. There's no front rooms. There's no. There's nothing. It's just a 10,000 square foot building with nothing inside, right? 10,000? Yeah. Whoa. No, not just for us. Oh. The, bu- the whole building <laughs> I got you. Okay, itself. got you. Yeah. No, that'll be like by the third or fourth podcast we do. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 10,000 square foot building, we snatched up the very corner unit, which is super ideal, which is another reason why we um, waited it out and just stayed patient. It's a brand new building. It's a concrete tilt up building. Um, it is got parking or it has parking all the way around the corner. So mm-hmm. us being on the corner, we have like a big L shape of parking. Oh, very super cool. sick. We kind of, you know, thought about that too. You know, if very we have a grand cool. opening or something, you know, people yeah, yeah, pull yeah. up. Um, so we got the corner spot. One, our actual spot on our lease right now is like 2,300 square feet. It's got a front display showroom, you know, where cost, uh, customers will walk in. Um, and on our lease, the next spot, right? So the next unit that's available is in our lease um, as a right to refusal. So essentially, we move into our spot, we're jamming. If someone else comes in and says, we want to lease the spot next to us, the owners will come to us first and say, hey, do you guys want this spot? Because so-and-so wants it. So they'll come to us first to ask us if we want Just it. Just in case you want to expand? Yeah, because we're, we're, I don't know, we're still playing it by ear, dude, but we might, we might, depending on how the next 30 days go, we might get the second spot right off the wow. bat. Wow. We already, between the powder coating equipment, you can imagine the oven is 20 feet long (laughs) and 10 feet wide. So that's eating up. We need a spray booth to do the powder coating. Um, That's going to eat up. We got two car lifts, the inject, you know what I mean? Like 2,200 square feet is gone already. It's for sure already gone. Um, So depending on how it goes, man, that's we'll probably end up having those two spots. So right shy of 5,000 square feet. Um, and now it's just a waiting game, man. They're building it out right now. They're almost finished with our side. So they got all the walls up, yeah. all the framing up, it's all metal studs. They got all the walls separating everything. Um, and they got one side of the drywall up, um, which I'm assuming just based on my construction experience in the past that they're doing, uh, inspections like, uh, we're going to start doing electrical and inspections and stuff. So I'm hoping, man, I'm, I'm really hoping in the next like 30 days, you know, we're able to, uh, if we can get in there a week early, I'm happy, you know, yeah. it's, um, 
the shop, man, that's that's going to be the that's going to be the banger, dude. That's going to be where it's we exciting, turn it all man. the way up, man. And um, yeah, I'm ready for that. I'm trying to mentally prepare for that. It's surreal, bro. It, the cliche story. Yeah. Lost a job, quit a job, started this a year later from garage to shop. You know, it's it's still try to fathom. Yeah. It's kind of fast. You know, some people have even said, yo, like you guys need to kick back. And it's like, fuck it. We're all yeah. in. I mean, as long as you can handle it, mm. um, you always got to keep like your, your, uh, your, your mental health. That is well. <clears throat> so there's been a few times, man, that's another thing. Um, probably talk about that is the, the mentality, the, the motivation that you have to keep, man. There's been a few times where I've struggled and my homies had to be like, yo, like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not getting nothing done because my mind is so off track and, and thinking about other shit that's not important at the moment mm-hmm. that I'm not producing. You know, I'm not doing as much as I know I could do. Um, and my buddy, he's the Nick, he's the first one to, you know, say like, yo, know, what, what's going on? Like, what the fuck? You know, we need to get to it. So the mentality, there's been a few times where the motivation has been not hard for me to find, but hard for me to figure out how to use it mm. you know what i mean it's a lot of people think it's it's all peaches and cream yeah but they have no they have no idea bro i um to this day i have not had a paycheck bro it's like a regular you know pay stub since september of 18 um and it's not easy <laughs> not easy balancing that um you don't like I don't do, you know, everything that I that I want to do, and that's a given. You know what I mean? When you can't, you don't. You know, um, just the motivation to keep work, keep grinding the same way we started during through the the tough times where it's like, yo, like, fuck, this is hard. You know what I mean? Like this is crazy. Like this is, um, and it, it's all that's the whole uncomfort thing everybody talks about, man. That's I was completely out of a comfort zone. I didn't have a regular job. I, you know what I mean? Like it's all <coughs> shit's all brand new to me, you know, like everything like, yo, like I got to wake up and go work, right? Go in the garage. But like it's still different than like, oh, shit, I got to be at work by five o'clock on the dot. You know what I mean? Clock in and it's more lenient. But at the same time, man, it's uh, mentally, I'll say hands down, it's been the <coughs> the most mentally like challenging thing that I've ever done. Just trying to run the business and learn business in the same time you know um that's why i thank god for for my buddy nick man he um he's the one with the business brain you know so he's he's made everything like flow the way it's supposed to you know and then i've just done the work you know what i mean like it's his brains um you know it's if it wasn't for him we i wouldn't be sitting here with you to be honest for in reality dude it's um yeah he's enabled me to pursue entrepreneurship like it's crazy to to think that it's already been this long man i'm i can't even explain how grateful and humbling it is to even be given that opportunity you know he didn't have to do this he's got so much other shit going on bro this is like (laughs) he didn't have to do this you know um and to to give me the opportunity to do something like this is super crazy man how does it's still how does your uh your family feel about you know man that's that's another hard thing so i don't have an a lot of family right like so i have my mom and my stepdad and my dad 
Um, my stepdad's been in my life since I was seven. So essentially relationships real strong with him yeah. and less with my real dad. Um, my dad, my real dad is like all for it. You know, he don't give a shit. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, my son's doing this, doing that, whatever. It's cool to him. And my stepdad and my mom are still like old fashioned, like, you know, nine to five. Like they're, my mom's about to retire. She's worked for uh, O'Reilly for 20 years. Like she's been in corporate for a few years now and she's ready to, you know, retire. Um, same thing with my stepdad. And um, they don't, they don't support it. Hmm. they don't support it um at least not how i would have thought you know what i mean and and honestly i'm i, I don't care yeah this shit's a train dude I, I don't i don't care of my mom my dad whoever it doesn't matter um i'm going forward is i'm gonna keep doing this shit um there's no stopping you know nothing's gonna stop me there's not gonna be any business in this industry or any person in this industry or, or outside of the industry that's going to stop me or, or what we're doing whatsoever. Um, but that's definitely the biggest, that's a big challenge is support. Um, my buddy, Nick, obviously he supports it a million percent. Like he's the one who's brought me back up. You know, the times that I get down and I'm like, fuck man, this is just hard, dude. Like yeah. it's hard. Um, other than him, man, uh, I got my own me, me, myself, and I. As far yeah. as support goes, dude, for uh, to do what I do, it's every time I saw my mom, it was always like, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you still doing? And it's oh, like really? stressing me, dude. It's yeah. like, really? Like, let me figure it out. Okay, everybody, we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. Get it poppin' over here. We have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking balls in this bitch. Hit us up, downstarring.com. Hey, and if you got an Instagram, slide in our fucking DM at downstar. Wait, hit up the homie, Frank underscore downstar. He's the one that takes care of all the DMs. Hit that lever up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely. It's just a, a lot of older generation. No, that's, that's, and that's exactly what it is. It. I can't, it's, that's the biggest, that's a big frustration for me. Um, you know, we're not some big million dollar company. I don't have 20 years of entrepreneurship experience. I can't, like I always say, I can't speak on it too much other than what I've experienced so far and yeah. done. And that's the biggest thing, man, is nobody they they don't support if they don't understand so like my mom can't fathom like what i'm doing mm -hmm. like she doesn't understand like yo powder coating is popping like nobody's doing it this shit's gonna jump you know yeah she doesn't understand she doesn't know that so she doesn't understand it the engine stands and shit. She just thinks I'm still fucking with Hondas like I'm a fucking 18 year old. Yeah. Now you're still fucking, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. she don't support the Hondas like at all. Like, yeah. But, um, at this current time, dude, I, like I said, I, I don't care. Yeah. I, I did. It doesn't matter if it's family or friends. Like 
I think a, a super dope thing that Waka Flocka posted. He said, "There's no room for unsupportive family or friends yeah. in 2020, dude. There's no more real statement than dude, that." Dude, that's where I'm at, bro. It's like if if I you don't, don't support me, bro, it's I don't wish bad on anybody. Yeah, anybody out there, I don't wish bad mm-hmm. on them. Um, <clears throat> but I'm on my own path. This is my yep. path. This is my life. This is where my life is mm-hmm. going. Either you're on the train or you're not on the train. Yep. If, if you are, fuck it. Let's get if it. If you're in the front if of the train, you're going to get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if, you, if you're not on the train, it's all good, bro. Yeah. I got love for you, but I'll see you next time I pass through. Yeah. That's it. Like friends, family, anything Everybody. like that. It's if you if you're not going to support me, if you don't support this vision, it's all good. You know, because I don't need that support. I have me. Yeah. And that's what I need because that's that's what keeps and it going. There's so many challenges. Like that's there's so many challenges in it, dude. There's the endless challenges. Yeah. Um, whether they be mental, physically wise, it's <clears throat> it's just work. You know what I yeah. mean? Like just work is work physically wise, but mentally, dude, that's like the biggest biggest thing, you know. And then in the midst of all that, you know, like I think even before I was saying, I don't really talk. I don't really have or have kept in touch with a lot of acquaintances or friends or whatever you want to call them over the years even from high school you know what i mean and uh there's been one cat you know my homie eric that um i was with high school and he was helping me so he me and my partner like brought him you know brought him in to help us and he was helping us for a cool minute man and then uh all of a sudden dude he's off on heroin no way i'm like what the fuck just happened dude like really boom so he had an issue with this years ago, right? And got all clean and straight and never looked back. And now, like, he's fucking gone again. Like, no off way. On. And I know when he does because he don't hit me up and he just disappears, you know? And he even straight up told us this time. So having him help me with, like, a new business, like, we're, this is something new that I'm doing. I'm trying, you know what I mean? And then him coming in and him being around and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, yo, I'm not coming anymore. I'm fucking sick. I need to get clean. I'm like dude what the fuck just happened dude like so that's like another thing bro as much as you want to say oh i don't care i don't care that's like my homie of 15 years you know so yeah it's always hard now i've grown my heart to to give it tough love you know because i don't support that kind of shit and i don't nobody can help him except himself yeah so i i'm not gonna put my business and, and my homie's business and money into any situation that's gonna you know ruin something or hinder something so yeah. that's a whole nother thing dude like just challenges throughout the throughout the process it, it could be with your homies it could be with your family it could be um anybody yeah dude. as long as you have the right intentions and you're trying to do right that's all that matters <laughs> honestly man i i literally i don't i don't want to sound like an asshole i don't even want nothing to do with like a lot of people yeah like Everybody says circle, 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 and you have that circle of people that you you associate with, whether it be in the industry or or what. But I'm cool with that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be have ten million people that um aren't trying to grow me or push me or yo know, like why don't you do this or do that or you know what I mean. Like I feel like that's the biggest biggest thing. Every time me and my homie talk, it's always always something to grow vein engine stands, dude. Yeah, or grow. Oh, we can do this. We can do that. Like always, that's all we talk about. Like we talk about cars and business and that is literally (laughs) 
pretty much it. Yeah. So then um, when you hang out with somebody who's talking about bullshit, you're like, what the fuck am I you, doing here? You notice it and check this out. Now I notice and I think about it when I'm talking to somebody else and not my homie. Yeah. I'll notice it and he'll say something. He'll be like, how is that what you're talking about making you guys any money? Yeah. And I'm like, I'll fucking sit there and think about it. Nothing. Yeah. Like worth the shit. They were like, in, at that time, I could be doing something else or talking about something else or whatever. But now I find myself even thinking about it. Like, if you just apply like motivation and, and something, even talking to somebody or all the time, dude, shit starts happening. Like, yeah. we talked about these engine stands. We talked about a chair, like for the garage. We talked about doing fuel injectors. Like, we talked about doing carbon fiber. And now we it's talked coming, about powder coating, all like coming to life. Now all these seeds, and we've been watering them. Now they're sprouting, and hopefully, hope for the best, man. I don't, I don't see it. I'm not. I'm, I'm a million percent confident. I'm not stressing. I'm not stressing it out. Good man, hell I'm yeah. Ready. I'm, I'm ready to swing, dude. <laughs> um, I'm anxious. Um, it's been a it what feels like a short road because it's went so fast it feels like such a long road at the same time because of you know just the the i'm out of my zone i don't have a regular job you know what i mean it's still hits me like that a year really? later like yo know, like i can go get my daughters if i need to yeah or, you know what i mean if emergency or if i need to stay at home with them or, or whatever the case you have that that ability, you know, you're yeah. not going to call your work. Hey, I'm going to, I'll be in over there in like a couple hours. I got to watch my daughters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that. But at the same time, I still respect the the privilege that I have to be able to do that. Yeah, you know? no, definitely, um, man. And um, I always, no matter what, um, and I know my homie will see it <clears throat> or he knows it. It's like if I, if I miss or if I have to miss a half a day or if I have to miss something or if I don't get as much done as I um, was supposed to or something, no matter what, I always try to compensate somewhere, somehow the next day be late, the next day do more, the next day, some way, shape, or form, try to compensate for what we may have lost or, um, you know, whatever happened. So, yeah, I could imagine going back to a day job, dude. I would be a terrible employee. I told my, <laughs> dude, I told myself I, I will, I will do everything in my will, dude, to never, to never have yeah. to again. Um, it's so crazy. You, working so like i said this is september 18 was when i didn't have a regular job anymore yeah. so it's only been since then to now that i haven't you know got up woke up and gone to a nine to five yeah and like i said it still it still hits me like yo like this is something and i and the biggest thing too is i see a lot of the same people i used to work with still out there like yeah and it's like fuck dude like i'm so glad i'm not doing that yeah, like, it's crazy. I, I, I almost look at it more like a privilege and a blessing more than it is like, oh, I'm badass. I'm yeah. not, I don't got a nine to five. You know, it's more like, yo, I'm thankful that I was even given the opportunity to pursue something like this. Well, it's just about the, like you said, uh, planting seeds, watering them, you know. Um, yeah. Time time doesn't wait for nobody, bro. If, if you want to do something, you should start on it today. Cause That's my <clears throat> biggest struggle, bro. That's my biggest struggle. And I will vouch for this hands down all day long all year long is that you're a reflection you are a reflection of the people around you or what you get into from what your people around you for all these years all i did was not i won't say all i did but 
I busted my ass, you know, in, in the construction industry. I made decent money. Um, but all in all in that, I probably will say going from that to this and then seeing this people that are still in that, um, it gives you a different perspective of like how to make a living. Mm-hmm. Like it, um, I don't know. It's the bigger picture is what I always have to refer back to. I can't, I sometimes, and there's been a few times that I've been stuck in now, like right now, like, fuck, this is hard. Like I, I don't have a steady income. I don't, I, you know, I can't do what I want to do. Um, the biggest thing, man. And the biggest thing that made me realize, and it made me stronger, uh, mentally is like, for instance, like my daughters. So like, I got him a bunch of, you know what I mean? I have money to do what I need to do, you know? Um, But my daughters were asking for stuff, you know? And I'm just like, like, I can't do it right now. So when you get that feeling as a dad, like, I'll never forget that. And so how hard I work and what I'm doing, like, I'm working towards never having to be in that position again. Yeah. Like, to tell my kids no or not right now or later. You know, um, that was like the the biggest like heart wrenching reality of what I'm doing is like I can't just go do whatever I want whenever I want with my daughters. You know, and that's right now that's a that's a pretty big, pretty big motivation. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> People it, don't see that though. They see oh, I mean, it's just popping. Oh, yeah, it's cracking. It's like, dude, there's so much personality and, and situations and emotions behind the fucking business dude it's yeah crazy uh, man i guess if you've never been down that path there's no way for you to even understand it or comprehend it yeah um, and and too about um like not having a day job or whatever I, I think people really don't understand what a job is and what the purpose of a job is black and white it's just to make money yeah you, you need you're, money to survive to, to buy anything. food to pay rent or whatever anything that money can come from wherever yeah it doesn't have to come from the specific job, yeah. job that you're mm-hmm. in in your city that you chose to do that job yeah. where there's hundreds of thousands of jobs out let me ask you a question now yeah so this is something that i don't know how to perceive people's reactions to mm-hmm when you talk about you see these guys on social media right yeah and they say or the little memes or whatever they make oh here's joe blow he's an entrepreneur he's making this much he fucking retires at 41 yeah and still making money when he's retired here's uh annie joe and she worked 40 years for amtrak trains and lives off of 1200 dollar pension a month Mm -hmm. but is surviving yeah and they say oh well she worked her whole life and now retire. So you worked your whole life just to live life for like 10 years when you're older. Yeah. I feel like when I've said things <clears throat> like that, dude, to certain people and absolutely not in a disrespectful way whatsoever. And I'll say, I'm trying to like, and as my buddy Nick always says, he's like, I'm trying to be on a yacht when I'm 45. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't want to be working. Like, I don't want to be, 
you're going to be, you're always going to be working. Yeah. Entrepreneur, you know, emails, tabs, to, you got work to do, phone call, whatever the type of work, you're still working. But I feel like there's some people who take like that as disrespect that you're, and it is the older generation. What do you think about telling, like saying that to people, what you do, like versus uh, someone who's working for the city for 20 years, right? And they're going to get a little fixed income when they're yeah. done. It's like, I don't look at that the same anymore. Having reading like certain books and, and things on entrepreneurship yeah. and online. And I don't like that makes sense to me. Like yeah. why we're going to work from when we're 18 to we're 55, whatever the retirement age is, you know what I mean? For a, some company. And then it's, it's hard to break like, um, the, the old way of thinking, yeah. even if you're from the older generation, newer generation, what have you, you have your influences, you know, whether you're, your parents, they went to college, yeah. got a good career, yeah. and then they're retiring at 65 or whatever. Yeah. If that's all you've seen growing up, okay, that's what I'm going to do. But <clears throat> like I said, a job is is a means to get currency. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. doesn't you know? matter what It you're... doesn't matter what, what it is. Uh -huh. You're just trying to get currency because that gives you freedom. Yeah. So when you make when you have money and you can pay all your bills and not worry about it, yeah. that's freedom. Mm -hmm. So these people would want to take this route which which is already paved. Mm -hmm. It already makes sense ABC. Yeah. You know, I go to school, then I go to college, yeah. and then I go to this job, you know, and then in six, at 65 I'm going to retire. Yeah. And then from there I don't have to ever do anything again. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. But the path that I'm on is I've been doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do since I was 25. Exactly, and that's <clears throat> the life so, I'm talking that people almost take a disrespect to because they didn't do it. Yeah, and it's just the the mentality that I have, I didn't get it from anywhere. Right. It, that's where I feel like I got quote-unquote lucky. Yeah. I didn't have anybody that showed me that example. But from now on, you think anybody that I have a close interaction with is not going to see what we do and think like, yeah. oh, well, there's that option too. You mm -hmm. know, there's that option where I could just hustle and get wherever I want. You know, seeing I, that. And if you're a real, if you're an entrepreneur and it's, you can see it in the older, even that some of the older generation, the guys who pop up on Instagram with money, you know what I mean? Whatever. Um, they're still working. Yeah. And they don't show how much they're working. They're, they're probably working more than they did he, when they were younger. Yeah. But it's just a, you're you're on your time. You're you're in your own environment. You could be working in the fucking Bahamas with your feet in the sand. You know what I mean? Well, it, this is this is my thing. Different. What, what what brings me happiness and what brings me pleasure is not money. Yeah. It's creating. So when you I'm know. able to sit down and create something, whether yeah. it's sit down and draw a picture mm -hmm. or like last night, you know, um, I was in the garage. And I found one of my old WWF magazines <laughs> from 2000 or from 96, Holy right? Shit. So I said, dude, this would be so funny if I just put the magazine down, recorded it and flipped through each page, Yeah, you know, slow down where people, if they want to yeah. pause it, they could you read it. it. And then I was just like, okay, cool. That's going to be funny. But then I was like, dude, I know how to fucking edit. Yeah. Why don't I just like 
put some music over it and then put text <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i released that video last night and i, I just On uploaded YouTube? it to my youtube channel <laughs> so it's like four minutes just going through this magazine yes. and i'm just like why not that's what the fuck i want to do i just want to like create things things th- that'll live on i think that's that's another thing that i that for sure enjoyable is seeing something that you made or you make out being used in uh, across the United States or in another fucking country, you know? What yeah. I mean? Like these guys send us pictures from Ireland and South Africa, and yeah. Canada, of using our shit, and it's like, yo, that's like coming from right here in the garage. You it know literally I mean? came from you grinding, yeah, and, that's, and welding, and, and then powder it, coating. I feel like it doesn't get old. Yeah. People send me pictures it's like how many engines stand, dude. I think we just came up on. Uh, I can't even remember. I wrote it on an engine stand. We it's hard to count because of like the the collaborations and things we've done with people for the for the stands to yeah. count what's actually just a random sale like just online. Yeah. But we're we're touch I know we're have to be touching like almost 300. Hell yeah, dude. And it doesn't In get a year. old and it doesn't get old. Like I just every time I see a new engine build on our stand it's like badass. Like yeah. everyone is sick. Like even the guys who are just putting a stock motor on, it doesn't even matter. The fact that we're making his process easier, you know, or yeah. enabling him to do it by himself or whatever. Um, yeah. Making things, especially with your hands, you know what I mean? Fabricating your, you're making a tool that somebody uses, you know, and like same thing with bolts. It's like, dude, how many cars have downstar bolts on them? Dude, it's so crazy, bro. <laughs> like count the bolts. We bro. went to uh, <laughs> imagine a decade worth of bolts on cars. Yeah, bro. we like, went to um, what was it? Uh, Slammed enough. Have you ever heard of that? I show? heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, they ended up doing a show out here because they're they're from like the the East Coast. That's slick and it was slick. Uh, slick that? was yeah. there. Yeah. So he was the MC there. So. Yeah. Uh, so my buddy Arby, um, he came into town. So him, Christian, and I, we went to the show. And I didn't I didn't even wear anything downstar, you know, I'm not expecting because this isn't this is not my genre, yeah. Really. Yeah. It's uh it's a bunch of different makes and models and right. we're walking around and I'm like, dude, that's You're, downstar. That <laughs> car has downstar. Yeah. And there was like a high percentage of cars that had downstar on it that we don't even really support. You know, and you know what's weird too what i've been doing myself and i know people do with your stuff too even though it's not made for them yeah they can still make it work on you know yeah. what i mean like um all these um burnt titanium bolts are from one of those guys on instagram doing titanium yeah and but it's like sold as a fender kit for like some bmw or something you know what i mean but it's yeah. like it doesn't matter it's just it's the same size bolt I know the length that I need. Oh, that's the same length you could use. So I know I've seen your bolts on stuff that I know you don't make like <laughs> yeah. for that, you know? And, and I love it, dude, because that's the we're, creativity. We're on the transition of having every make and model. Yeah. You know, um, we just released the G37 kit. That kit came yeah, out I've sick, you know? And seeing it's just, that's, that's why you're going to keep going, dude. Cause <laughs> grinding. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> but ahead. it's like, what I'm trying to say is this grind this is like way better than if i was working for a job because oh, all of this stuff i'm putting in it's coming back to me that's, you that's, know and this is i'm getting my creativity off and it's just this this is what i this is my retirement i don't feel like i'm yeah, working yeah i wouldn't want to not have anything yeah. to do i think i would go nuts yeah i swear to god i'm gonna work if, forever i want to say 
so here's part of here's part of um working construction right so that's like pretty much all i did for since i was 18 i had one job at big five yeah i had one job at big five when i was in high school right i think i was a junior in high school and i was working at big five sporting goods like two days a week or something while i was going to school i got out of high school and my aunt was a, a, a general manager at red lobster and i was like Fuck it, you know, I'll go work over there and get yeah. some tips, some cash flow. You know, I think get I was only bread. eighteen or yeah, or nineteen <laughs> or whatever. Um, you know, and so I was doing that, and then I that's when I ended up going to the military and then doing construction in the military. Got out of the military and then kept doing construction. And dude, I've worked hard. Like some of the hardest work out of all those trades and like construct just all the different trades within construction. Um I've done a, a job where like literally my job is like to dig holes for a living by hand, like with a jackhammer and a shovel bit and a shovel. You break the dirt up, you take it out with the shovel. You break the dirt up, you take it out with the shovel. And you're digging three, four, five foot holes with a shovel. That was like some of the hardest work, dude, like physically demanding, yeah. you're pouring sweat, you're sore, you're, dude, just, and I look back on it, I'm like, okay, um, you know, I traveled a lot for that job. I was actually out here a lot for that job all the time. Ventura, mm. Castaic. No way. Yeah, dude, all the time. And um, I'm looking at like, you know, when my, my older daughter, she just turned uh, six. And I'm looking like, okay, you know, when she was one, two, dude, I missed out on a lot of her baby yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like out of two years, probably eight months, seven mm. months because i was working oh i'm gone for three weeks on this trip for this job i'm gone for two weeks over here all combined and then i'm like you know so the tail end of that same company it's like that's the company that i like ended up parting ways to come do what i'm doing and it's not to come do what i'm doing but lost my my job from there and for what yeah. Like I just killed myself for three years for this company. They don't give a fuck. You're just you're just an employee, you know what I mean? And that's also eye opening. So it's like I don't regret it, man. I I can't get it back. I could just spend the you know, spend the time now as much as I can, which is every day. She's six now? Yeah. See that's so, still young. Bro. Yeah, no, for sure. And my yeah. my younger daughter's uh, just turned three. Oh yeah, you you still got plenty of time, yeah. especially if you realize that now. Yeah. You know? So, but that just goes hand in hand with the, like, yo, I'm trying to bust my ass for myself, my my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not for, you know, I'm making a paycheck, I'm getting by, but the owner of that company is buying houses on the sand and motorcycles and fucking planes, literally like buying motorcycles yeah. and planes and shit. And I'm just like, you know, like I'm, I'm making this company over a hundred thousand bucks a month just from me and my crew for uh, three guys. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, and I'm getting a paycheck, you know, and I'd rather bust my ass and kill myself if I'm going to be sore, like, or if I'm going to be tired or if I'm going to be gone or something like I want it to be for me and what I can provide to my family, my children, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's I got so many emotions, so many. Well, dude, <laughs> you're like you're like such a perfect story, you know. Um, I feel like it's so cliche. It's almost corny, dude. It's guys. Because think you, about it. L- go from losing a job, yeah, 
and then literally like my buddy saying hey i'm down to do this i'll put the money up you put the time Let's Guys, see what I want I want you to listen to episode uh what was it? Episode 90. So yeah. you hear the first podcast that we did together. So I I, I really want to paint a picture of what it's like for a, a new business startup, an entrepreneur and the road, you know? Um because I want people to know that they can do this if oh, they want. Oh, 1 million. So you touched on you worked uh for construction my whole and, since I was 18 busted your ass every year all right guys let me let me paint this picture for you right so say say you work let's just say construction Mm -hmm. right so every day monday through friday you Mm -hmm. have to get up at four o'clock in the morning you get off at 3 30 or what happened no four o'clock in the morning and and get off at whenever like literally like that just (laughs) let let's just say maybe not even that hard right say you get off at one or something 431 um if you can do that, stay consistent and not be late to work, not fuck around, mm-hmm. you have that strength inside of your heart to do, to do it on your own, mm-hmm. you know? So you think like, all right, well, how am I going to do that? I don't even know what to do. All right. Three hours out of every single day, dedicate that to a certain craft. Yeah. So you're doing your construction shit. You get off at one o'clock. You got to do whatever. Yep. When it comes to seven to ten you focus that time, especially if you don't have a family, yeah. if you don't have a girl, anything like yeah. that, if you're just chilling, fucking around with yep. friends and shit like that, yeah. from 7 to 10, that's your next job. Yep. I'm clocked into Vane Engine Sounds at 7, yep. and I get out at 10. Yep. So these three hours for this whole entire day, I'm focused towards, towards that. Okay, let me practice on my welding. Let me watch yep. YouTube. Let me figure out how powder coating that's, or whatever and that's you know what dude i have so much motivation to try and give people um about doing it because it doesn't even matter if you've never done it before when we started vein engine stands dude i never touched a welder in my life really ever nice. I never cut a piece of metal fabricate i'm not stupid i've been in construction i i know go with your yeah hands. like and i feel like that's kind of why it was easy for me to pick up on it too so but i never touched a welder in my entire life when we started this my homie literally for to touch back on the story a little bit from our last pog i don't think i went that much into that but i literally went to my homie's house we're sitting there burning and i'm like fuck, dude i lost my job today mm-hmm. he's like what yeah stupid shit bro like kind of tripping me out you're still in boxes on your day off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> and uh and I, I remember i'll never forget it. he's sitting there we were leaning on his truck bed and um at the time he was doing um he had a little side gig of like uh security screen doors and stuff he had been doing some some well that's why he had a welder and all that shit you know so he was doing some work on the side for himself previously and i was like yeah dude i'd yeah, I'm done. Like it's tripping me out right now. He's like, "Well, are you gonna start welding or what?" And I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah. And I still, at that point, didn't know that what we were getting it like this is what it was gonna turn into, you know. So he had a scrap bin of metal, and it was just a bunch of cut bullshit, right? Whole like bin f- full of bin. Mm-hmm. I literally just started welding all the shit in the recycle bin together, mm-hmm. like. He told me welding isn't something that you can 
tell somebody how to do it and they just do it. You have to do it. Like mm-hmm. you have to learn the big, the way the metal melts. That's yeah. like the whole, that's welding. You need to understand how the metal melts, whether it go this way, that way, up, down, sideways. Um, so I started welding and I, I can't touch, I can't remember exactly how long I was doing that, but I remember I welded the entire recycle bin full of metal and just had this big ass glob of shit like <laughs> at the end, you know? And then like I started kind of like looking at videos and shit, right? Yeah. Like welding tips, right? Everything's on YouTube, right? I'm looking and I'm looking and like, I can do this shit. It was really frustrating, man. Welding was really frustrating. Um, I'm still not, I don't by any means consider myself a fabricator but i can make some shit you know Mm -hmm. what i mean if i want to um and i literally went from learning how to weld to also creating a product at the same time so while i'm trying to learn how to weld i'm trying to make an engine stand Mm -hmm. while i'm learning i've never done no geometry dimensions and metal fabricating and angles and, and 90 degree this and 45 that and Never in my life, dude, and, and it was frustrating. There's a couple times where I just put everything down and closed the garage and went home. Like I yeah. was so frustrated that I couldn't get it right. And I told my homie, and then my homie um, Nick kind of like walked me through a few times, like showed me, you know, like and I picked it back up. And then that was the time between when we started them to actually releasing them to the public because they weren't ready to be out yet. You know, like yeah. I said, we started these in like November 18 or, or October 18 and we didn't drop them till February 19. Mm. And in that time is where all those frustrations and learning how to weld and, and put shit together and metal and grind and all this stuff. Right. And, um, when we dropped them and then the wave came, dude, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, well, here it goes. Got dude. something. We're, we're 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 rolling. Yeah, and it f- turned into this man. Like, and I I I can't stress it enough, man. It's like I still feel like it's like a, such a cliche. Oh, the guy lost his job and started this and that, you know. It's, and it really wasn't even like that. It was more of my my buddy Nick saying, "Hey, I'm down to do this if you're down to do that." Yeah. So, like I always say. In the beginning, he was down to put the bread and he was down to put the money to do it, get the metal we needed, you know, roll whatever we get to get started. He's like, my money, your time, let's do it. And that's where we're at, man. That's um, that's how it started. Literally going from losing a job to um, nothing to ever do with welding or fabricating into making a product um, that we can sell. And, and here we are into three four five different other ventures just from the sole purpose of trying to you know build business and yeah and stream Crazy, income dude. streams it's anybody can do it dude yeah right yeah, I, the way my mind was when i lost that job dude the way my mind was was um like the world's ending fuck everything I'm yeah gonna, this is uh, this is crazy like i can't even believe this have such a random um stupid situation you know and did we talk about that last time or no a little bit i don't with the picture and shit why i lost my job we could talk about that that shit's retarded so Hmm. i I worked for this company this one company i don't remember this one company uh is a construction company for three years right 
in 17 i got laid off it got slow construction business i've i've been through it i know how it works you yeah know? it'll go up and then it crashes it'll go up and it crashes <clears throat> i got laid off in like uh september of 17 and they hit me back in march of 18 okay and said hey you know if you're still looking for a job or if you're still available you know we're, we're back rolling and this was, I think it was, what, like six months, five, six months and laid off or whatever, right? And I was just doing side gigs and stuff in the meantime, kind of anticipating that was going to happen, you know? Gotcha. And it, thankfully, it, it did work out at the time. Um, so I get back with the company in March. Hey, you know, how you doing? How's everybody doing? Da, 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 da. Everybody still works there, right? Like all the same people are back for the most part. And we get rolling, dude, and I'm like killing it more than ever like more than ever. So essentially I worked for a foundation company, a foundation repair company. So people's houses and shit like sink into the soil and start cracking and doing crazy shit. Um, we go in and fix that by underpinning the foundation with these peers and all kinds of crazy shit. I'm busting my ass. We're killing it. Me and the two guys that they gave me when I came back murdering it, bro. I think we did like $500,000 worth of jobs in like two and a half months, just us three. Wow. Yeah, murdering it, right? And they know. They see who's on the books in the office, who's making money for the mm -hmm. company, you know? So we're killing it, dude. Killing it, killing it. Months go by, months go by. One random day, it's a Friday. We're on the way back to the shop. I'm almost to the shop. I'm like five five minutes from the shop, from our, uh, from our yard. Five minutes. About the exit of the freeway. I look over, and it was Friday. We're fucking beat, dude, tired. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, thank God it's Friday, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I look over, and there's like a little Fiat, right? Those little Fiat cars, a little white one, a yeah. little convertible thing. And there's this guy knocked the fuck out, dude, sleeping on the window. The most funny thing I ever fucking seen in my life, dude. Just like tongue out, dude, like all over the window. Like a passenger? Yeah. Okay. And I go to take a picture of him on my phone, and I was going to post it and say like, oh, this is what my Friday feels like, right? Just yeah. something stupid, worthless, not even worth my time. Yeah. I go and snap the picture of this person, right? Boom. And I go to show them, like, my homies are in the truck, and it's all blurry. Can't even see it. Mm. Fuck. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Drive back to the shop. Yeah. I get to the shop. We walk in the office, and the girls go. There's, like, a group of girls in there that run, you know, all the office shit. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you, guys, uh, did you guys take a picture of somebody in a white Fiat? I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah like but it it was nothing like i thought it was gonna be something but why well some lady just called hysterical crying on the phone saying that she's so offended by by you taking a picture of her son sleeping in the car and she was crying dude like bawling like i ended up listening to the the recording of the phone call like dude blew me away like i I felt bad, dude. And I even offered, like, hey, can you guys please contact that lady? I will talk. I will have her at the office and face-to-face -face and say, ma'am, like, there's zero disrespect involved in this. Like, it was simply a a joke that was didn't even – I didn't even have the picture, dude, by the <laughs> time I got back to the shop, you know? Yeah. And um, the general manager brought us into the office, me and my crew, and said, you know, you guys don't do that. You know, you shouldn't have your phones out you know, while you're in the truck and you don't take pictures of people, whatever, slap on the hand. All right, later. This was Friday. Yeah. I get home. It's like 4.30. HR calls me. Hey, um, Pam was her name. 
Pam says, uh, if you can be in here on Monday at 1030 to give them all your credit cards and your keys and shit, she said, that's it. I was like, are you serious? I was like, we just talked about this in the office and it was over. And she's like, yeah, but she went back and listened to the recording of the lady on the phone and how hysterical she was and offended. And I don't know if, and literally I didn't even fight it. I was like, yeah, I'll see you on Monday. So literally on my termination papers, it says that I had my phone out while I'm driving and I put my crew in danger because I had my phone out while I was driving. And I'm like, okay, well, you guys call us all day long on the road. Yes. How do, how do we get to the jobs? We have maps and directions on our phone. I don't give a shit when anybody says your phone's out in the car, no matter what it's doing. And so literally like I walked out of the office on that Monday fired for essentially taking a a picture of someone in a car on the freeway like and it didn't even really exist when i got back to the shop so there was no picture when i got back to the shop so they terminated me for that's literally what it says on the paper that i put my my crew in danger by having my phone out while driving (laughs) next day that's when i (laughs) told my homie like dude this is and i thought about him i'm like this is the first time in my life, dude, that this is meant to happen. Yeah. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That right there was just meant to happen. Like it, there's no way that I come back, you know, from a layoff and I'm only here five months and then on a random Friday I get whacked for something so stupid. Like, and I'm, I'm not going to sound cocky, but I don't, I'm, I'm confident. I made that company the most money, like my truck and my crew, we generated the most money (laughs) out of like 19 crews at the company. I knew that I, that's why I was paid what I was paid. Like it was all based on numbers. Everything was numbers. Like you do this, you get this, you do this, you get that. Like, and I always knew that. So I always killed it, killed it, killed it. And I had a good relationship with the owner, you know what I mean? Like with the general manager, they always came to me for all kinds of troubleshooting and shit, right? I always help everybody. Like, (laughs) dude, I'm like, it was like a kick in the dick, dude. Like when, uh, like for something so stupid, you know, but then look at me, like, look what we're doing. Look what I'm doing now. And it's, um, it's just crazy that I went from that to, to trying to grow this business, man. Literally from fired for that stupid shit to, you know, hey, you're going to weld. Oh, I learned how to weld. Oh, we're yeah. making products. Oh, we made another product. Oh, here's a new service. Here's another product. Like, dude, I feel like it's just a ball. It's it's a train ever since. Yeah. It, it's not slowing down, dude. That's that's all I know. Well, congratulations, <laughs> bro. That's uh, it's, um, <clears throat> you, you never know it at the time. You know, I always say it's I like sure. you, you, whenever something is happening that's happening bad to you, or you're going through some kind of struggles i used to just look at it like in such a negative way but how i look at it now is like all right i just gotta weather this storm because yeah the sun is gonna shine though man the biggest the biggest thing is 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 i mean i know you don't have children yours well other than you know yeah uh christian and i mad props to you for that i mean that takes a real man to uh, do that thank you um but losing a job and having a two children that depend on you and you're like oh yeah by the way you don't have a paycheck no more yeah that shit is that the feeling those feelings you never forget you know what i mean like i'll never forget the way i felt when i was told that on the phone like having to walk back in the house and be like you're like i don't have a job yeah it's um some of those humbling moments and uh stress 
they i feel like they change you i feel like in the last year and a half of my mental outlook on just life itself and, and what i'm doing has changed so much um and i honestly credit that to my buddy nick i i just look at things different and that's why i was maybe touch back on the reflection thing is the people you're around is is what you you end up doing all those years I'm working construction, I'm going skating with my homies, you know, we're not doing nothing. We're 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 just fucking off. Just living. You're just living like not worried about no, oh, I'm comfortable. I got a 9 to 5. Yeah, I, I get paid on Friday. Let's go skate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and to to now, man, I shit. It's <laughs> I can't even find words, dude. Like it's I wish I would have done this a long time ago, but transitioning into so me and my homie got i think we talked about we kind of like split what he did his i actually moved so that was probably like most of it um i moved to like orange county and he was still in Hemet. um so we fell off we didn't talk for a few years um but like after reconnecting like we both found that like we were both still fucking with hondas and you know still messing around with the honda game so then we started kicking it more i think i told you last time i, I was owing i owed him money i was paying him uh paying him back money and i met him and at his house and it is new he just moved in and um ever since man it's uh it's just been i don't know it's it's been a road dude he's definitely responsible for the way i think about things now because being around him and 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 seeing what he does and how he talks and the business he conducts it's me being around that all the time it changed the way i look at shit like i don't feel the same like i'm not trying to kick it with those cats that are yeah. like oh well i get paid on friday it's all good let's go <laughs> yeah like, dude it changes your mindset yeah like, completely man and um yeah that's what i was saying last time too it doesn't matter dude your homies could be younger than i think um nick's 28 i think now uh-huh. but how old are you 30 okay and um it doesn't matter dude i take advice from him all day every day it's uh yeah, you see the difference in the ment- in the mental shit because there's still shit that he says that it doesn't go over my head, but I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like I have to put it together. You know what I mean? Because I don't understand it 100. percent So, um, yeah, if you are in business and and a lot of people say don't go into business with your homies and don't, I don't buy that shit. Mm-hmm. On a certain level. Maybe in different business. I don't know if it's because of the Honda shit that it's a different connection. You know what I mean? The the industry. But I don't buy that shit. I feel like we're going to kill it because of that. Like, because we're yeah. homies. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's... And everything is out on the table. Like, he's not... You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, this is mine. This is yours. It's like, no, this is us. This is what we're doing. Like, that's why... People don't see a lot of him. Like I said, he's he's busy. He's, he's not one million percent just on vain stands. You know what I mean. So any shout out I can give him, I give him, dude. It's I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without him. Like straight up. Yeah. <laughs> and if I was, it probably wouldn't be on the level that we are right now. You know. That's good, man. Yeah. Um, working with friends, it, it could be the best thing ever, or the worst, or it could be the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it just really depends. And on I them. think a little bit of time tells that pretty quick too. Like, um, and there's been times where I was, uh, and we didn't, we we haven't argued about it at all. But there was a time where some person in the industry hit me up and was offering the world mm-hmm. to trade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Trade work for um for engine stands. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. and I'm like. 
Oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, in my mind, my car parts enthusiast yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. is completely clouding business, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, hell, dude, I, I can't get all the shit he's offering us for less than, like, 3500 bucks, dude. That's this, that's that, 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 that. And he's like, no. He's like, that that many engine stands, that's this price, mm-hmm. period. Like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Straight up told me, no, we're not doing that. And ever since then, it... it that changed that changed everything like it um i don't know it's that's just another way of mentally changing you know yeah. what we're doing it's been a it's been a crazy road man that's uh, sum it up it's been a crazy fast paced road and um i feel like we just have to keep rolling like we just got so to there's no turning back now what do you see uh coming out of vein engine sands in 2020 december uh, 31st 2020 what what's the year look like um powder coating business is gonna be lit 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 mm-hmm. like lit times 10 um that is gonna be a big part of and that's why i kind of made a post recently saying you know no matter what we end up doing more of you know the engine stands are always going to be the foundation to our business um and everybody knows us by vein engine stands more than you know something else so it's going to be a new business adventure to have a new name i don't know if we're going to tie it with vein stands or not yeah we're going to post it but i don't know if we're going to we're still undecided on that yet we'll figure that out when we see how it starts but 2020 man a lot of fuel injector servicing um across all commercial whatever racers anything carbon fiber uh the entire line of carbon fiber drag race parts. And then there's a couple little random things that, you know, maybe the show guys like, you know, the side, the JDM, the thin side moldings, we're making those, but in carbon fiber. Oh, nice. Yeah. So very cool. I'm sure a couple show, a couple people will, will mess with those, you know, definitely. Um, so an entire line of carbon fiber drag race and, and semi, you know, show stuff coming out. Uh, like I said, the powder coating and for now, dude, I think that's what we're going to, we're going to keep, keep rolling and then race program that's another thing 2020 where uh we're gonna finish that car build the rest of the car it's uh needs quite a bit of stuff but it's all stuff that we're gonna manage to get done relatively quick um but 2020 racing business uh just keep keep watering the seeds we've been planting the last year you know uh pretty much the the motivation (laughs) i love it dude so in the in the last year have you uh done a lot of networking and and found the value of that i have our business is where it's at because of my time on instagram Mm -hmm. i i and my homie knows that too we did it we we pushed it we pushed the shit out of it you know we we had content we we not only did we just say hey this is our product buy it or you know what i mean like it was uh we were able to like explain like hey you know like no this makes your process easier or this does makes this more convenient or Mm -hmm. this more mobile or whatever you know we we're not just oh here's our product you know what i mean and i think different products are when you have a tool essentially like that you can do that but if you're um it's more just engaging the people about your products i guess you can say like that was the big thing Mm -hmm. like People are asking and, and DMing. I'm sure you get freaking crazy DMs too. Um, you just engage people, man. Don't don't be a, a dick. You know what I mean? Engage people's questions whether you think they're good or not. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there are 
I believe in stupid questions. I'm sorry. Yeah. I believe in a stupid question. Um, and that revolves just around common sense, essentially. You know what I mean? If you have common sense, but I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I just think hands down with, with uh, customer engagement, I think that's probably been one of the biggest. Really? Like, boom, get right back to people. Boom, uh, you want to order something? Here, let me help you order. What do you need to order? Oh, you want me to make it easier for you? You know, Let me get your email, and I'll send you over an invoice because yeah. it's complicated. Something made it complicated for them, so it's like, no, let me make it. So I think customer service, dude, it never fails yeah that's never number one fails, dude i don't um, think a, a lot of businesses really understand that but without the customers you don't have shit you know how <laughs> many people come and <clears throat> say you know hey i hit so and so and i didn't even get a message back or, yeah or i hit so and so and i just got this dude it's all the time hey i really appreciate you guys getting back to me and it's like when you see that trend of someone thanking you for responding yeah it kind of makes you wonder like what type of people are out there doing the same business you know yeah they, they literally will point out you know hey i appreciate your time thank you for getting back to me or hey thanks for getting back to me so quick or thanks for helping me with this and it's like when they go out of their way to do that it, it makes you realize like shit you know there's people out there that just have a a product for sale and it's just for sale yeah go go order it over here fuck it you know yeah i've um <clears throat> we go to we do a lot of vendor setups and um that's something i want to get into man you should man i want to try uh, a booth somewhere something sometime and see what happens um whether it be honda day or or out here ibog whatever i think you should do ibog in april i i think um matt so that was we didn't even touch on that but yeah um matt from uh super street yeah rogers yeah had had shout out to rogers that's my brother super good conversation with that guy man uh super cool cat we're looking forward to that uh greatly um but he was saying that's what he was saying he said you guys planned it he's i'm trying to get more vendors that i bought yeah and i told him like with the with the timing of the shop and everything you know it's kind of up in the air right now because if we no matter Make it what, happen yeah no that's what i mean like it so now it's trying to like maybe plan around that and say okay even if we get keys april 1st you know what i mean okay we could think still- about it like this right bro this is the premier honda event on the, the west, west coast. coast period yeah spoon is there moogan's mm-hmm. there everybody like, everybody is there yeah. they have a booth there like if you are in the Honda community yep, and you don't out. have a booth there, you're fucking up. Yeah, that's what we've I'm from <laughs> the West Coast and I go all around the country. Mm-hmm. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. And especially if it's in our own backyard, dude. Yeah. And you, ha- Fontana, you have to make dude, it happen. Fontana's only 40 minutes from the pad, <laughs> 35 minutes. You know what you I mean? You have so to make it happen. We don't have to like pay for shit. We can all just put everything in the truck you know we i i'm, I'm gonna talk to my buddy there's it's, no um, there's no I'm choice curious. you have to I'm make curious it happen. now but at the same time we like i i've kept pretty good tabs on where our stands go and out of all those engine stands that we've done dude there has been less than 20 that stay here on the west coast do you know why out of all of those stands do you know why what? Your focus is towards drag racing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no. Drag for sure. racing is predominantly 
in the East Coast. So it's only natural. That's why we're curious because if we go to an event like that, uh, IBOC, that may open us to a whole new crowd of people that has no clue who we are. Dude, I swap motors. Yeah. You know? Everybody in the car community. Especially building. Show car guys. Yeah. Where I'm trying to, motors. I'm trying to get a couple of these cats, man. These couple <clears throat> San Diego cats that you probably the ape. What's his name? Ryan with the S two thousand. His homie is building that badass uh, EM one coupe, all restored, the blue one. Yeah, and he's um, got all your blue washers. Yes, on it. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I see him on a Harbor Freight cart, but I'm just like, man. I was like, I, I'm. <coughs> I don't know. We might hit him up. We'll see what happens. So. The, there should be no that's what i mean though the show guys that are really building like scratch yeah. from nothing they that's what i'm saying dude is like there's there's still so much more in the engine stand part yeah. of it you haven't even tapped in to yeah. the car show guys yeah guys would love to have that you know what's weird is um i don't know if see but then that may be i don't think uh slick ever took his engine on the stand to any of the shows that he was going to mm-hmm. but just being uh just doing a, a couple gigs with him you know what i mean like making a stand for his integra and the, and the ek build um it i don't know and he's an advertiser you know he rocks with us tough you know what i mean like he has youtube videos unboxing our stuff he's got a um the ek that like i said he's got content with our products um shout out to him by the way and um it's it, i haven't seen that the any of that scene come to us there's been no wave how there has been with everything else like if we touch like a certain collab with this guy or that guy we we kind of feel out we see the 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 what or whatever type of return it is we see it or we hear it you know what i mean like oh hey um like we did a thing with trevor from uh, motion auto and uh, i think he's in colorado not like one million percent uh only hondas but like there was so many people that hit us up like hey i came here because of trevor i came here because of trevor i came it was like a trend Mm -hmm. um and we just see that different you know around who we mess like who we collaborate with and i know slick's big in the show stuff you know what i mean and it didn't really hit hit like a like we expected it to hit maybe i don't know i I, he definitely has his own demographic oh yeah for sure and that bleeds over into the race stuff so i still think the show stuff is bigger over here oh it is like there's there's no doubt i see it there's no doubt in it and what do they call a week fest weck fest week fest um ibok like Mm -hmm. dude there's so many events too that um i honestly you know i could probably admit we've been sleeping on that in the last year we we've in the first year with all the shit we were getting into it may have been too much but maybe now that we're kind of more in the groove the seeds are planted we're just watering maybe we can pop out to a to I'm an telling event you, or two you know if you if you're not at ibok you're fucking up yeah i'm telling you right now that's and we it. have like dude we have like five or six engines on stands in the garage right now like yeah. right now that we could just load up and take and have, you have a, a canopy set up we don't but I, I was going to get with, with Slick, actually. You should get that ASAP. And, uh, yeah, we I think we might. We've probably slept on that for sure. For sure. You're for missing sure. we went a to huge Ibach. opportunity. We stopped by Ibach last year. Um, just to, That's why we felt it out. We mm-hmm. went there and, and checked it out. And, you know, we had been to Ibach. You know, that was the first Ibach I've been to that was at the track, though. 
So I hadn't been to Eibach, dude, since it was not at the track. Yeah. Um, so why do you feel like that the racing is more of your demographic? Just because that's what we do. Like that's what we've been into racing. Yeah. That's because like the only compare, reason. If you compare the race community uh-huh. versus the, the, the car show community. Way more. The car show community. Tenfold. Kills it. Yeah. You know? So. Especially so in Hondas. Like Honda drag racing versus Honda show scene. Honda's by far. Kills more, it. Yeah. So the the amount of guys that are taking their motor out, putting it, taking it out. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Over here. And more than, you know, especially with the mock-up. You know what I mean? You throw in your motor when it's not all powder coated and so you don't you know mess everything up and then you take it out again to do everything then you put it back in again so we're definitely seeing um that's probably a market that we should touch on this year for sure so so for for you saying that you know you could see the the engine stands tapering off i don't see it everybody's gonna no everybody's gonna need one yeah no i'm not Everybody has that Harbor Freight stand. Yeah, for sure. 100%. People, now it's to the point where people will send us like DMs and messages and comments and tag us and say, hey, you need to hit my boys at Vane stands or you need to hit this or you need it. You know what I mean? It's starting to be a trend now. It's like yeah. when I see an engine that's like on that now or on the floor, like I automatically just think like, yo, hit their line or hit them. You know what I mean? It's. Um, dude, we've actually gotten quite a bit of sales like that, to be dead honest with you. Like between me and my homie, Nick, he sold a few and I've sold quite a few too, like off of that. Yeah. Like just going and commenting on somebody's page that is building a motor and it's on the floor and we go on there and be like, Hey, you know, check out our K series swap stands. You know, you might uh, find them useful, you Mm -hmm. know, for your build. And if you have any questions, let me know. And dude, that's came through like more enough to talk about like it's definitely we see it yeah. you know i don't i don't want to i don't want to make it seem like that you shouldn't focus on the other things yeah but when you have something that's going yeah already keep it going you need to keep that momentum yeah, yeah. going no. and any spare time you have and check goes this towards out the other this things. is funny that you say that because we literally had a point in business recently in the last three months right that I lost, not lost motivation, but I started trying to do too much at once and wasn't getting nothing done. Yeah. And my homie said, yo, we make engine stands. That's what we need to be doing 90% of the time. That over there, when we got the injector stuff, I got like wrapped up in the injector stuff and started like messing with the injector stuff like a lot and not a lot of engine stands. We went from like 30 in a month to like, uh, like half of that. Yeah. Getting done in a week. They're still going but yeah. not as much. And um, it was just like, yo, we do engine stands. Like that is our main source of income. Like we need yeah. to stay on the engine stands. So, and I see it from, from both sides of it, right? Yeah. Because I'm doing the podcast, I'm doing Downstar Skate, yeah. but don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah, like yeah. Downstar yeah, is stronger <laughs> than it has ever yeah. been. Yeah. And the only reason I'm doing these other things is because when you get comfortable at a situation, okay, Let's load a little more on the plate, yeah. you know? Let's load the podcast yep. on the plate. All right, now I'm going to start taking the podcast a little more serious because now I got used to yep. doing it like this. All right, now I want to do skate stuff. I'm I'm going to keep loading on my plate, yeah. and that's that's where my idea is, but it's not like downstart slowing down, so I yeah. got to figure out what See, else I got to do. That's where that's where people, like, misconceive. Like, they miss, like, they they... 
they see that like there's been people that literally ask me like hey like you guys all good over there like i don't, I don't see much stands anymore or, like or uh, injectors like it's like dude like i can't like it's literally to the point where if i just sit on instagram and post content like i'm not producing the work that yeah. i need to be because i'm running i'm doing both so it's it's like we talked about the balance you may not find the 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 perfect balance but you can find like a groove that works you know you want to small you want to shorten the swing yeah from you know being s super slammed right here yeah and not having any time for your family there was a few months dude where it was non-stop every day i had a we have a whiteboard right and a white it's probably as big as that uh that picture behind you, the paid yeah. full banner and it was full both i made a line down one side i made a line down the other side all order understands i'm looking at like holy shit dude like i'm gonna be doing this for months and um it's it's been to that point a few times where it's like yo this is what we do this is how people yeah. know us is vein engine stands not injector lab you know what i mean like that there's still people who didn't even know we we're doing it you know what yeah. i mean even if i post it and say hey check out our other page injector lab like people are just barely catching on like month like over a month later like oh shit that's them too yeah like so definitely that it's funny you even said that man because my homie literally just said that to me less than three months well ago. from the outside looking in yeah. if i was seeing a company i would say like yeah okay well why why is rywire why are they yeah doing like powder coating valve yeah, yeah, covers yeah yeah that's you know and that's but, exactly and like is the wiring stuff not going good yeah. why is he why is he focusing on that and i think that but then that may be a new turn too for powder coating our own stuff valve cover stuff but then you see like if you knew that person you would know yeah. like yo this person is just putting more on their yeah. plate because they feel like yeah. they can do it you know but that's that's we're tapped right now we're good right now like, yeah this is the engine stands the shop cruisers the fuel injector servicing carbon fiber and powder coating that's plenty like yeah. we're gucci we, we have plenty work to do we have plenty you know what i mean uh, things to work on and there's always something to do right now every day i wake up and i go to the garage i like it doesn't matter what it is there's something that needs to be done all day long yeah whether it be like I'll get in there, I'll bang emails first, check emails, uh, see if any customer message or whatever, bang emails. And then either whatever is the most, you know, stands or whatever. Like right now I'm working on a bunch of stands and then, but at the same time we're getting in fuel injectors. So it's like, that's rolling. It's just, again, the balance, man, like between, all right, I got to make engine stands. This is what we do. Let's make these things. And then it's the chairs. It's like, okay, we got cruiser orders and it's like, okay, well we got three sets of injectors in today. Mm -hmm. And then, keeping tabs on my dad my dad's working at his own house you know what i mean so i i just go out there or i call him or talk to him i just keep tabs on that you know what i mean like he, he knows what he's doing um but you still got to keep telling you hey what's going on you know where are we at with this or that mm -hmm. so between all of that and then now getting into the shop and we're going to add powder coating to that and um i won't bullshit anymore. we never powder coated shit you know what i mean this is all brand new to us but if you're going to do something do it yeah like we never powder coated fuck you let's get a turnkey system that's easy it's big we could do this and that and i guarantee you, you can mark my words i'm gonna get in there i'm gonna learn it i'm gonna be good at it and we're gonna do business powder coating it's fuck yeah nobody's 
This ain't gonna be the same thing I did with welding, man. I never touched a welder in my life, dude. I can't build a fucking uh, off-road truck chassis if I wanted to, you know what I mean? But I can, again, get my way around a, a metal shop, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's gonna be the same thing with powder coating, you know? Especially in this community, bro, powder coating is a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? With all the builds and do my whole motor is powder coated. My trans, my valve covered, everything. Um, so it's just a matter of time, man. I love it, That's all it is. That's just a matter of time. I love it. (laughs) Grind it away. 2020 is going to be good, man. We're looking forward to, uh, looking forward to whatever it is, but, um, we do, we should have you out, man. We definitely want to have you out for, uh, maybe the grand opening. I'll be down. Hell yeah. Yeah. When you have the grand opening, I'm down. We're going to try to to check it out. Put something together. We should be able to get in there and get it squared away relatively quick because we already been planning out. Like we've already been in there. We've already made measurements and all right, this is going to go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've already done work. Um, is there a, is there a raising canes by you? There is no shit. There is. It's about, it's like 15, 20 minutes. I'm with it. But yeah, there is brand new too. I'm hungry right now. (laughs) I know. Are you Down to go get some lunch? Yeah, yeah. I'm starving, bro. Chris, I want to wish you the best of success, man. I I love the story and, um, I appreciate you sharing it with us. So we have an actual timeline. Yeah. So we can see the growth, yeah. you know, and hopefully we touch base later on oh, in the year. 100%, man. Number um, three is on the way for sure. I, yeah. I think by the summertime, man, we should bang in number three. And yeah, we do, we'll do. we be doing it. We'll work together this year, man. Hand I love hand. it, man, for sure. Uh, so before we get out of here, is there anything else you want to touch on? Any sales or anything like that coming up? Um, Not really, man. Um, Everything is on our website. You know what I mean? I always encourage people to... Uh, they ever have any questions or if they want to know how something works or you know advise whatever man we're open door 24 7 um doesn't matter what it is whether it be fuel injectors a chair a stand or whatever um carbon fiber is not going to drop quite yet like i said it's that's not quite ready for the public yet um but yeah man again we're um we're just going to keep rolling vein engine stands so uh, uh where can they find you at they can find us uh at on instagram at vein engine stands um we do have facebook also we don't engage it all the time but i am on and off there um so either or facebook instagram we also have our website veinstands.com and then also our uh injector lab on instagram is our fuel injector service page nice um so yeah if anybody has any questions or anything or you know wants to shoot the shit or or whatever it is hit us up anytime i love it bro chris thank you for being here bro. appreciate you appreciate it and thank you guys for listening once again this is downtime with downstar episode 145 and we out peace late